Hey, 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 welcome back to your favourite podcast, The Vault of Cult, with me, Chris. And Bark. Are you alright, gang? I hope you're alright. We're doing alright. Um, so, Mark. So. Special episode. Guys, we've got something really, really, really special it's for very, you very tonight. Special. We've, we've been planning it for a long time. We've been talking about it, discussing, moving it around. So We've had many, many a night talking about many many nights discussion uh, discussions on this so for this one because it's very special going to be a bit longer for you guys um, yeah longer episode you're gonna you're gonna absolutely love it because if you if you like film i'm pretty sure that you at least can recognize these films that we're doing and yes films Films, multiple, multiple. Because we are actually doing a special on a on a on a trilogy, on a of trilogy. trilogy of films. Yeah. Um. So what we're doing today is we're doing the Lord of the Rings. The Lord of the Rings, guys. The entire the entire trilogy. trilogy. We're gonna we're gonna give you a breakdown, our thoughts, our feelings, our um. Some interesting facts. So yeah, always some fun facts. Always to have fun with, and um, yeah. Uh, what we what it means to us. Yeah. This film and what it's meant for cinema because it's meant, I think it's meant a lot to both of those things. Agree, agree, agree. It's a uh, it's a technical achievement mm. for, for a start. Yeah, it, it it is. I would say one of the most influential and recognisable film trilogies that there's ever been. So. Strap in, you're going on a bit of an adventure with us. A little adventure, now, you um, know. With us and Frodo and Sam and all of the gang. And all of the gang, guys. Yeah. So, uh, thanks so, for joining us. Yes, as you always, know. thanks for joining us. Get in touch. Um, yeah, get in touch. Tell us, uh, tell us anything. Tell us your thoughts about The Lord of the Rings. You know you'll have thoughts about The Lord of the Rings. Don't know anyone who ain't got thoughts no, on Lord of no. the Rings. So let us know them. Uh, why don't you give them their? So yeah, get in touch, guys. As I say, as usual, uh, we're in. We've got a Gmail account. We're the Vault of Cult at gmail.com and we're also on Instagram. You can get us at the Vault of Cult. Get in touch, yeah. and also, you know, give us a like, share, and subscribe, and all the platforms you listen to us on. And this one, gang, perfect one to share. Really, it's is. gonna be the, the perfect one to share. Like, because you're gonna know someone who's got something to think about the Lord of the Rings. So let's give us, us give yeah. our thoughts. Then. Yeah, put us in their ears. Coming in your ears? Yeah, med that weird now, don't I? A little bit. A little bit. All right. So join us, guys. Here we go. The Lord of the Rings trilogy, Mark. Yes, the Lord of the Rings. Special vault episodes. <clears throat> Yeah. Um, extended um, version. Extended. <laughs> the, the extended cut. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we've got the Lord of the Rings trilogy. It, it was released uh, from December 2001 yep. to December 2003. A, a film a year. Essentially. Competing with Harry Potter. Competing with Harry Potter. This is better. Um, this is better. This is better. This is better. Sorry, but. It is. Fuck Harry. Yeah, fuck Harry. Um, if you're a big Harry Potter fan, do not write in. <laughs> yeah. But, um... Still yeah. shit. Uh, it is, um... So, each... the trilogy's made up of three films, right? It is made up of three films. So, the, the first one, Fellowship of the Ring. The Fellowship of the Ring, and then The Two Towers in 2002, and, and then... then The Return of the King in 2003. It's... 
Isn't it's that a line from Lion King? The Return of the King. Well, yeah, it comes back at the end. Yeah, yeah. And he actually says it, doesn't he? Don't, is it um, Rafika? So. No, Rafiki just. Oh, I think he might actually. I think he, yeah, he does say Return. Hey, reference. I know reference. Um, but yeah, it is. Um, they are they are long old films. Yes, in, combined runtime of five hundred and fifty eight minutes for the theatrical run. Yes, yes indeed. Um, but. Which is nine hours and eighteen minutes. Crackers, so that is that's that's many hours of film. But there is an extended cut of all, of three. all three films to make a total combined of six hundred and eighty-three <laughs> minutes. That would be in in normal parlance eleven hours and twenty-three minutes. Eleven and a half eleven hours. It's hours. eleven and a half hours. Um, that's, so a that's a day. That's a day. It's a, a, day. Day. It's a, a day. day. It's a day. It's your day of watching. It's is a day. that? Um, have you ever sat and tried to and no. watched all the no, way you're through? Mad. You fucking. Mad. I did it. I did it. Uni, because you know I had nowhere else to do. I could have been doing my dissertation or something fuck like that. that. But fuck that. Fuck <laughs> like, that. Yeah. Um, you know, sat and watched through a, a few libations. Mm-hmm. Mostly of a herbal nature, do you know what I mean? <laughs> get, like, at university. Little smoke on a joint. Yes. Easy <laughs> through the day, yeah. just 11 and a half hours. <laughs> um, but, yeah, um, I, I, I think it's got to be said that these are classic pieces, like... Yeah, cult pieces. Of yeah, cinema. I think it, it they represent a change in terms of scale and what's possible with production. Um, yeah, leading out of the nineties, mm. you know, and I think it set the groundwork for how films are made today in terms of absolutely the scale and the the amount the sheer amount of expense in production. Yeah, just even how films are structured. Particularly adapted films, films that are adapted from another piece. Change the game. Cha- it absolutely changed. Because everyone game. went, "Ooh, we got to do that's that now." How, that's how we've got to do it. Um, so anyway, I will give. I'll give the overall financials. Yeah. Financials of all. So we, with everything we talk about, guys, on the show, we, we we'll reference mm. as a trilogy, but we will be going into each film individually. Yes. Um, so I'll give you the overall. It had an overall budget. Including everything, all for three all films, three guys, of two hundred and eighty-one million. Which don't forget is pretty much the budget of a of a normal Marvel that's film what, these days. That's what that's what I mean. You're talking that amount of money for one film yeah, nowadays yeah. for for a, a big temple film yeah. like any Marvel movie. Like how much did that bloody Indiana Jones? Cost. I think it costs two, yeah, about two, think, about as much. Yeah, as yeah, yeah. yeah. All the dial of dog, all the dial of dog shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dial of who's bothered? Yeah, because there is only three Indiana Jones films, guys. There is. Let's just there is. get that in there now. You all know this. Everyone knows Facts. this. So it's overall box office, and like we say, when we go into each one, I'll give you it's it's domestic and international. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's overall figures that all three films made was three point zero zero four billion. With a B. That is billion with a B. Mega is bucks. that 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 is that's mega money is that pure mega money so that's, piece. that's what like eight times its budget something like that yeah yeah i i think it's fair to say and i don't think it'd be a shock to any of us listeners to say that these were big hits huge 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 
hits. Because it was, it was again, you know, there was filmmaking on a scale that mm. we didn't think was possible in the 90s. No, exactly. Like this, it, it's almost like the the culmination of all the techniques and everything yes, that, yes, yes, that yes, had yes, been yes. developed over yeah. over the nineteen nineties yeah. CGI say, the modern CGI uh, motion capture puppetry. puppetry it's it's all there and it's all on display um, and so yeah they're basically they're basically the pinnacle of that yeah, I I like sort of that the start of production in the two thousands and it's almost like the They've capped off the nineties, yes, with this film, uh, the first film. Well, they filmed all three. Yeah, they, they but, literally uh, filmed the whole trilogy at once. Yeah, over a period of what it's. I think it was sixteen months altogether. Yes, it, yeah, all three films uh, shot simultaneously in New Zealand between October nineteen ninety nine and December two thousand. So yeah, um, yeah, about sixteen months mm. that, isn't it? Um so yeah, it, it it's such a it's such a culmination of a trilogy and it's it's one of those where and we'll get into each each of them and what we think about them, but it's such a stars align group of films. Well the thing is as well, they they've been trying to make a um a film version for years and years and years, since the seventies, yeah. you know. Yeah. Even the Beatles were involved at some. I'm mm. not getting onto the fun facts, but the Beatles were involved at some point. So they was really pushing for mm. them to star in, and it'd be well, like a magical mystery tour, Yellow yeah. Submarine, not a serious film. Yes, um, I'm glad that that. In a, in a sense, exist. I'm glad that doesn't exist. Don't need that. He did make um, a Ralph Bakshi. Ralph, ba- Ralph Bakshi. I, I've I've seen the Ralph Bakshi I animated haven't. film. It's it's a curious film. Don't it um, only adapt like half. It, 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 it it's end? the first. It, yeah, it's the first half of the books. It basically, I think, I think if I remember, pretty. Is it much, Fellowship and Half the Two Towers? It basically ends. I believe it's a long time since I watched it, but it basically ends just after Helm's Deep. Right. I think they did plan on making a number. It just didn't they did happen. plan. Yeah, but didn't um, Rankin and Bass then make a a TV animated. Uh, thing for Return of the King. Ah. Oh, okay. hey, we're going. We're going. We're, going we're, we're running ahead of we're ourselves ahead. here, because I think it's important that we give our listeners a bit of context. The Lord of the Rings, the book, uh, the book, the series of books. Well, th- three yeah, books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it is a sequel to the well-regarded um, children's uh, book, The Hobbit, by. A man called J. R. R. Tolkien, uh, James Richard Rowan ah, um, uh, Tolkien. Didn't know that. Uh, yeah, and um, it's he what he's he basically what working on a fantasy world for much of his life. He was a professor of um, uh, ancient languages. Was, was, it, Tolkien. It was a story for his kids, wasn't it? And to get, he he developed the Hobbit first as a story for his children, um, and it's almost like this story grew with his children, because the Hobbit is very much children's book, and this is mo- definitely more for teenagers and yeah, yeah, adults. Yeah, yeah. And Tolkien himself, Tolkien himself wrote. There's a lot more life lessons. It, it is. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It is the second most. 
successful book written in English. Apart from the Bible. Apart from the the King James Bible, which you can't deny that basically half of the modern English language yeah, yeah, yeah. comes from the King James Bible, yeah, yeah. so you can't. No one's ever taken that. However, it, it is one of the most successful books ever written, book series, I And it won't surprise me if it's the most published. Yeah, it's published all over the world. In terms constantly of been in what print. it is, it is a um, yeah constantly yeah, being constantly, in print. Yeah. Uh, basically, since the early fifties when yeah. Lord of the Rings came out. Obviously, The Hobbit came out in the thirties. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the Lord of the Rings is a huge, sprawling epic of uh, of so many themes of of history and love and friendship and all sorts of. Because it's quite medieval in the setting. It's it's incredibly medieval, as you can see from the Mm -hmm. films. And um, it's it's very influenced by uh, European languages and folklore, which Tolkien was a professor of. uh, um, He studied all of them at Cambridge when he was there. And um, he went on to be the professor at Leeds University. Um, Oh, okay. That that is why the languages that... Tolkien use are so developed. He developed a full elvish language yeah, for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is so incredibly deep, but an incredibly um accessible story still. It's it's the culmination of folklore itself and it, it's it's the godfather of fantasy. Yeah. When we think of fantasy, because fantasy before Tolkien was a little bit uh, the Prince and the Pauper and stuff like that, uh, less epic in tone, and it's Tolkien who made it more. Wasn't a bill? He wasn't. It wasn't about. Whereas now, you know, for example, just to touch upon the kind of scale of things in fantasy, we get in mm. Game of Thrones, which is yeah, the adult. Yeah, more serious version of and, a fantasy world, and none of that would have existed no. without Tolkien. No. And Tolkin, it's a, you have to world an, build now. You have to be a world. Yes, and he really does build the world, and it's an epic. And role playing games and role playing games. D and D wouldn't exist yeah, without. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. we can see the renaissance of D and D essentially at the moment. And I just want to read you this quote from his good friend. Uh, C.S. Lewis. Who wrote The Lion, Witch in the Wardrobe. Yeah, so his contemporary. And they were very good friends. And he wrote, No imaginary world has been projected which is at once so multifarious and so true to its own inner laws. Almost endless diversity of scenes and characters. It's comic, homely, epic, monstrous and diabolic. Which... Like that is describing what fantasy is. Fantasy. It is the very essence of yeah. fantasy for yeah. us. Um, and if you're a fan of fantasy, you are in some way indebted to Tolkien. Agreed. Um, do you know what I mean? He is a, he is a giant... And Middle-earth as a, yeah. as, a, as a setting for stories to tell. He's, he's a giant of fantasy, and I would say he is a giant of English literature and English novels. Yeah, that um, has to be recognised. Mm. Definitely. So I just thought I'd I'd give you that little bit of little bit of extra context about um the man and the legend indeed that is J.R.R. Tolkien. So the film, the plot of the films, the films. which are yeah. a different beast altogether, obviously. Um, so the the plot of the film trilogy is set in a fictional world of Middle Earth. The films follow the Hobbit Frodo Baggins as he and the Fellowship embark on a quest to destroy the One Ring. 
to ensure the destruction of its maker, the Dark Lord Sauron. The Fellowship eventually splits up and Frodo continues the quest with his loyal companion Sam and the treacherous Gollum. <laughs> Meanwhile, Aragorn, heir in exile to the throne of Gondor, along with the elf Legolas, the dwarf Gimli, Meret, Pippin, who are hobbits, and the wizard Gandalf, unite to save the free peoples of Middle-earth from the forces of Sauron and rally them in the War of the Ring to aid Frodo by distracting Sauron's attention. Mm. Yeah. That's the trilogy yeah, in a that, nutshell. That, that, is, that is the very essence of it. And it is... It's an adventure... It's an adventure film par excellence. It's going... It's... The first film is very... We're, we're building our team. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Your second film is, is your darkest hour. It's almost like a reversed heist film because you've already got the MacGuffin. Yeah. You've already got the ring. Yeah. Well... We'll come on to it because I would argue that that ring is not a MacGuffin. We'll come on to that okay. when we're talking about it. Okay. But interesting that you'd say that. Okay. But um, so I mean, you know, getting into the trilogy itself, right? So the, the whole trilogy was produced by New Line Cinema, um, which were more famous for making low budget horrors, a la Nightmare on Elm Street. Elm Street. Directed by a guy called Peter Jackson, very well known now, but before then, his, he, mo his, 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 his most commercial film was The Frighteners, about uh, a ghost hunter, okay. um, mm. or uh, not a ghost hunter, uh, a private detective that gets involved with a ghost story, Michael J. Fox. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And be even before that, guys, he started as a very low-budget splatter horror filmmaker. He's very gross-out comedy. He did like a, a very adult take on a version of The Muppets, yeah, which is very sexual, very adult. Mm. Um, it did not bad it. taste. No, it isn't, mate. It is not. not it. it really <laughs> yeah. is not. Even now, you're looking at <laughs> it like yeah, that was in Ooh. the nineties. Yeah. Um, you know, and he, he made a couple of low budget horrors that kind of made his name as a very te technical director. They could pull off a lot of interesting shots on with no money and. Well, you know, he built a team. The team came to do this, and the team that made those low budget horror films with him. Mm. Um, have made these films along with him. His team, he actually created a production company, Weta Digital, Weta. to realise his vision. He created the technology to make mm. the film. So it was written by Peter Jackson, his wife, Fran Walsh, and another woman called Philippa Boyens. Again, based mm -hmm. on the, the, the books by Tolkien. Score by Howard Shaw. Sure. We'll, have, we'll have things to say about that score. Very um, good. But I don't. I don't think it's a spoiler to tell us to tell anybody that it's. I think it's one of the best scars ever written for Ooh. a film. I agree. Do you not mean so? We'll come, yeah, we'll yeah, come. Yeah. We'll come on to why when we get when we're getting deep into it when we're in the weeds. But yeah. like, wow. So uh, moving on to the cast. So get ready, guys, because this is pretty fucking exhaustive. But I've just put the twenty main players that are the, that have more think, than a handful of speaking parts. Ed get mate, Ed get cast of thousands. Is thousands. This, Ed's, 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 Ed's in this. There's Ed's on Ed's on Ed's on Ed's. Ed's on Ed's on Ed's. Fucking, like Jesus, you look at it and you think, God. Mark's printed off the cast list. Yeah, it's just pages it's, and it's pages. Just pages and fucking pages? pages. Cast of thousands. I mean, no directed it. Roll is you're not Roland Emmerich, like. Oh, <laughs> let's let's move on from that fucker. Uh, right, so the the Macasso, right, just bear with me, guys. I'm just going to rattle through because we're going to refer back to characters are, stuff yeah. as we go on. Elijah Wood plays Frodo Baggins. Viggo Mortensen plays Aragorn slash Strider. Sean Bean, Sean Bean, who the fuck? Is that? Sean Bean. Yeah. Sean Bean uh, plays Boromir. 
Dominic Monaghan plays Mere. Sean Astin plays Sam. Ian McKellen plays Gandalf. John Reese davis uh, plays Gimli, the uh, slash Treebeard. Orlando Bloom plays Legolas. Billy Boyd plays Pippin. Ian Holm plays Bilbo Baggins. Liv Tyler plays Arwen. Hugo Weaving plays Elrond. <laughs> Kay Blanchett plays Galadriel. Andy Serkis is the mocap and the voice of Gollum. Gollum? Gollum? Gollum. Mm-hmm. Christopher Lee plays Saruman. Brad Dourif plays Wormtongue. Miranda Otto plays Eowyn. John Noble plays Denethor. Carl Urban plays Eomir. And Bernard Hill plays Theoden. Yeah. That's just the main 20 players of... Yeah. That's all you need to know. That That is all you need to know. Um, and that's... I'm not but, saying any more. I weren't doing any more than that. Like. No. Um, well, I just printed it and thought, oh, I'm not... And there's no way I'm going that, into that each of these and... fucking filmographies. I ain't doing it. No, no. Uh, I mean, obviously... Just like, Google, you know, just Google, just Google it. it. Everyone knows fucking Liv Tyler. Everyone knows Kate Blanchett. Everyone knows Ian McKellen. Yeah. Orlando Bloom will move on. Everyone knows Elijah Woods. <laughs> They're all Sean Bean. Sean Bean, bastard. Mm. You bastard. You bastard. You bastard, Sharp. <laughs> yes, yeah, Sharp. 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 I fucking love Sharp. Fucking Sharp, I love Sharp. Bernard Cornwell books. Bernard Cornwell books, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, really good TV shows. They're sharp. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, there, there's the, the there's the exhausted cast list. Yeah. Eds. 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 Eds, in it. Eds and Eds. Um, yeah. And I, I have to say, just to go one thing with the cast, just all of them, I think some of them give the performance of their absolute wives in this. There isn't, there isn't a bad performance. There, 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 li- there literally there really isn't. isn't. Um, and it's one thing that I will say about these films. Everyone was there for it. Do you know what I mean? I don't feel like anyone was phoning it in. Not at all. At, at all, at, they, what, I think at it was point. they realised they wanted to do it justice. Yeah, because it could very easily have been. Mm. Oh, this in. Oh, oh, it's performances are not aligned with other characters, and yeah, and some of some of the lines. It, it is an epic high fantasy. Some of the lines in the wrong hands will come across as goofy. Hundred percent. Me and you are both a big fan of the fantasy genre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Huge. How how often will you watch a fantasy film and you think, oh, that's come across a little bit. Oh, that's it's a bit weird that. I think the way there's, you there's, said there's, that. there's three things in there, mate. There's the triangle here. It, there's there's the actual script. There's the delivery and there's a direction. Yeah, exactly. And this is what I'm saying when I was like, this is a stars aligned. Yeah. Film. Yeah. Every everyone was there for it. Everyone's playing the top game. Peter Jackson's got his got his thinking cap on, which he doesn't fucking always. I have no, to say. No, um, and I and and, I, and you know, I think probably this is is the peak of his. These are best films that Peter Jackson's ever done that I've that I've ever seen. I don't I don't think that's a controversial statement Not to say. Um, do you know what I mean? Uh, and considering he did another trilogy in the same. World <laughs> yeah. of we'll come on to we'll them, come on to the Hobbit wild of wildly different quality compared to these. It's a I don't mean monetary quality. No. I mean directorial yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and yeah. Uh, storytelling quality. It, the the, the uh, it, this this trilogy compared to the Hobbit trilogy. The Hobbit trilogy was more of a what's the word? Shit. Um, 
No, no, but no, 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 no. It's not, they're not shit. shit. They're not shit. But um, they're, they're of a, a different quality. They are of a different... In terms of acting, script... Again, direction. Yeah. You can tell. You can, you can tell. tell. You can tell. Um, so, yeah, shall we... Um, Shall we go into them a little deeper now? Oh, yeah. we'll give them some, we'll give oh, them facts, some fun, fun facts. facts. Come on, guys. Fun facts. Right, uh, I've got a few here. Um, it was originally pitched to Miramax. It was. As two films. Yes. As two films. They were, they were also the role to the, about The role to the Hobbit. screen for this these trilogy of films is very interesting. Mm. It's a doc, it's a documentary upon itself. Yeah, and get, and get, I mean, it's a shame that we really don't have. There's we lawsuits. The there's rights issues. There's, there's rights issues. Studios seeing the ass. There's there's people going. I'll give you the money for three films. I'll give you money for yeah. Because they, they initially like there's the, rights issues in terms of uh, because obviously the Tolkien estate. The wants Tolkien it. estate. Because the Tolkien estate, by the way, people who own the rights own to the all the rights. of Tolkien's works. Um, it's it's his son. It's, yeah, his gra- his gra- he died recently. Actually, his grandson. Oh. Um, uh, he, they basically in control of it, and they're very. I wouldn't say controlling. They're not like like some authors where they're like, don't do this, don't do that. But like they're very precious. I think I think they are. Yeah, <laughs> I think they are protective in a good way of the of the of the work. They're they're very. You can do it, but you do it justice, and if we don't like it, we'll pull it. No, that's you know fair. What I mean? Fair, and it is absolutely fair, um, especially with a, a a book that's so influential. Yeah, 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 and so beloved. Fair. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, they had to. I believe they had to buy some rights off Ranking and Bass as well, because, like I said, they they um, held the rights to Return of the King. Um, obviously. We've said it went to New Line, so it went to New and Line. And New Line were the only people that went. It's three books. It's Why three don't you books. do three films? Exactly, and I think that's important. Yeah. Because pre Lord of the Rings, if there is an adaptation of a of a series of books, they'll normally only get maybe like one or two yeah. films, and yeah. you've got to condense. This is the first film where it's like there's one book and there's one film per book. Yeah. And so, adaptations of book trilogies in the future it's one film per book yeah yeah ever since yeah yeah yeah. do you know what i mean yeah yeah you look at the the harry potter franchise (laughs) running simultaneously it's one film yeah 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 yeah, yeah. do you know what i mean so it's interesting very very interesting so it started to miramax miramax um they eventually harvey bob weinstein's harvey weinstein's we'll move on yeah move on bad lad um uh they Passed because their official thing was because they worried that it would be, have ballooning budgets. <laughs> uh, well, silly Harvey, considering the kind of money that we'd make. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, didn't he? I think he pitched it as a four hour film. Yeah. And then they went, we want a two hour film. Yeah. And he went, well, can I have two films? And they went, mm, mm, go on, man. Maybe. Um, but I think fundamentally, uh, Peter Jackson didn't get on with Harvey Weinstein, not which surprised. is not surprised because he's a fucking creature. Mm-hmm. Um, and secondly, I don't think they fundamentally understood no. the the project. Whereas New Line, the fella, I haven't wrote his name. Bob Shea. No, Bob Shea, thank you. Uh, he was also a fan of The Lord of the Rings. Oh, okay. And so he said, <coughs> you can do it. But I want these scripts changing so that it is now three films. And the two films that Miramax 
but Miramax had to have their fucking payout. Harvey Weinstein had saying, to have his payout. Very, very complicated. Um. So yeah, uh, and there are so many. And even Peter Jackson sued New Line after after, after, after oh, he, the <laughs> the rights and the money to this film has crazy. gone to cop. Yeah, it's crazy. It's mental. Um. And we, we could talk for three quarters of an yeah, hour about could. this, but we're not going to, don't worry. Um, so it ended up in New Line, turned it into three films. Um, and uh, I think I think this fact that I've got here um, just shows that Miramax were not the right studio for, for this. Um, and this Miramax, is from... Miramax suggested to play Gandalf, Morgan Freeman. I don't get okay, a good actor. Morgan Freeman is a great actor, but it's not his. A, it's not his kind of film, and it's not a part for Morgan Freeman. Morgan and, Freeman. And no, I don't just mean because he's black. I don't. I don't mean that. But it's not. It's not. It's not for him. It's not. It's not for him. He will. He no. Do, do you know what I mean? And I think that just sort of underlines that. Miramax, it, it wasn't. They were not the studio for this. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, didn't, yeah. Thank They God. didn't understand it. Do you know who else they suggested for Boromir? Um, it's some action star. It is Nicolas Cage. Ooh. Oh, oh, not right. They were not right for this, for this production. I mean, it was a bit. Like, you know, it was. It was. You know, it was. Mate, I'm a fan of Nicolas yeah, Cage. Yeah, of I'm not. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. saying that. But no. But no, it's not his part. Yeah, no. Sean Bean absolutely is, is He's his it's part. him that it's yeah. him give it him um, and I thought I thought it was very interesting that you can really see that New Line understood it more because their suggestions for um, playing him were well because Peter Jackson wanted Patrick Stewart at first oh, and okay. one of the other writers I forget uh, which one it were either his missus or the other Philip Franny's yeah. missus and Philip um, suggested uh, because they'd seen them acting together suggested Ian McKellen and Peter Jackson went 100% that's, that's the him. guy that's the guy but the other suggestions from New Line were much more on on the money so uh Christopher Lee himself wanted the part of Gandalf. Ah, yeah, yeah, he yeah. He wanted yeah, yeah. the part of Gandalf, yeah. but he ended up getting cast as Saruman. Um, oh, and uh, uh, another fun fact: Christopher Lee, the only member of the cast who knew Tolkien yeah, personally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he met him in Oxford. Met, yeah, met him. Um, but the other suggestions uh, were from uh, New Line were Con- Connery and uh, Christopher Plummer. Yeah, you said Plummer I've before. I've said Christopher. Connery is not Connery. Connery, no. Connery, apparently, that's another one of my facts. He said no because he doesn't. He didn't Und- understand which the script. I get. I, g- I get it. I get it. He knows about hitting women. Yeah. Oh, he did know about, about hitting, hitting women. women. Give him a give him a backhander. He was like, "Oh, I've no. got the dudes you told. Shake this. <laughs> what? What is this pish? Pish? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? No. Do as you're but, told. But I feel like I feel like they were they were running along the right track with Christopher Plummer. Yeah, it'd been, okay. It'd, it'd have been different from Ian McKellen. It, it very but I think even... it's it's that, that I mean I don't know if it's because um, uh, you know he he was Gandalf you know and he's he's tread the boards. He's one of them. Yeah, he's tread the, tread the boards. Yeah. 
Um, so he gets it. He can re- inhibit a part. He can go, I'm just going to inhibit this character. He, he is. And go, he's uh, a stage Ian actor. Mc- Ian McKellen in this part is go hard or go home. He's, he's not arsed. He's 100% I'm here, there, I'm in I'm it. I'm here in and it. I'm fucking Gandalf. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You shall not frigging pass. Um... Uh, it's one. It's it's the film trilogy that really brought to public attention, like motion capture, particularly like Andy Serkis with the. Yeah, with yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah, had yeah, been yeah. used before. I'm not yeah, no, no, that no. It, it, it had. But, but a character that's in a, yeah. a chunk of the runtime, which is the first time. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, because before that, they've been like. Jar Jar Binks, haven't they? Like. You're so people gonna die. Die? Are they gonna die? <laughs> um, Big bada boom. Uh, Return of the King is the second the second film ever to break a billion dollars at the time. At the and time, that was in at the time, twenty yeah, years so, ago. Yeah, 20 sorry, years ago. at the time it was the second film ever. Do we know the first? Titanic. Titanic. Yeah. 100%. And then another James Cameron monstrosity. No, the Titanic's not. Let uh, let me take Titanic's that back. Titanic's not a monstrosity. It's not. But it's, 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 what it's he's a... churning out now is. Oh yeah. Yeah, Titanic's absolutely not. Um, but yeah, um, oh, uh, another fun fact, but I think everybody knows this. Stuart Townsend was originally cast as Aragorn, but it wasn't working. They yeah. got there and it, it wasn't working. That's Stuart another Townsend t- from uh, uh, like uh, Queen of the Damned. Oh yeah, yeah, it's the sequel to Interview with the Vampire. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... Interview with the Vampire, great film. What's that? Queen of the Damned. What's, what's, this? What's, this? <laughs> what's this mental film? Here's an interesting fact, right? So Ian McKellen and Nigel Wood never filmed any scenes together. They are. They're in films together. Ian McKellen. They're in scenes together. They're with the, yeah, like the whole the whole bit, like give me the ring. Like, and I can't take it off you. I'm pretty sure that's no. true and they didn't film scenes together. Well, they'd have to. Because of the height others. thing. Oh, uh, go, oh, sorry, I, feel, I misunderstood what you were saying. I thought I thought you meant they're not in scenes together. It's no, like, no, they never filmed happened. together. Yeah, they, they can't be because of, it, because of the height. Because they're literally in the next room next next to each room. other. Yeah, yeah. Because of the perspective thing. Yeah. Sorry, I misunderstood what you meant. I thought you meant there's no scenes together. I was like, there's about fucking hundred. No, they (laughs) they weren't present together in the same scene. I see what you're saying. You know what I mean. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I threw you off your <laughs> off your No, no, no! There, I just thought I, that was interesting. That's a cheeky little fun fact, isn't it, it? It's it's because of the false perspective of how it would be. Because obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. Elijah Wood is not Hobbit sized. Yeah, and you, um, and very again, it shows Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson could pull off these things. Clever again, very. It's clever. very low budget filmmaking to make an A yeah. picture. Do you know what I mean? You're using yeah. the same techniques. Yeah. Um. Clever, and you can see that from what you were describing earlier with the um, the lower budget film. Good, yeah. good, good shots. Great, yeah, technically yeah. good yeah, yeah, yeah. shots. Camera movements on a on a lower budget. And a lot, you know, he learned the trade. They call them bigatures, which are basically mm. miniatures but large scale. So you can get. He's, he wanted to get the camera in and have all the little yeah. detail, you know, with Minas Tirith and Elms Deep. And... Yeah, yeah. I'd get excellent use of those bigatures, by the way. Yes. Like. Um, like and a lot seamless, of it, not, and, and a lot of it, it, it you know, well, we're just going into it now, aren't we? We're going into, yeah, yeah, we're we, just we, going we, into it. We're just it going now. into it now. We're, 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 uh, we're... Get me last of me facts. It get just quickly. 
the first one and the third one did really well at the Oscars, particularly the third one, which has which 11. won 11. I think it's joint top for the most amount of Oscar wins. Because it can't That's win Return the animated the film. Film. It can't win the animated film. Uh, yeah, it Return of the King won Best Picture, uh, Best Director, uh, Best Adapted Screenplay, uh, Best... Uh, Best, best art direction, best sound, uh, yeah, sound, editing. makeup, Scott, get it just get it cleaned up, Smashed cleaned it. up, um, that year, and deservedly so. But I do think actually that those wins in two thousand and well, it'd be two thousand four's Oscars, um, I do think that they were realistically a reflection of the whole trilogy. Agreed. We've do you said know this. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've had this discussion. Yeah. Um, because it was, a, it was an, not, they were a lot, they were. Awarding and recognizing the 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 trilogy mm. as a whole but as an achievement. Only only the first and the third one were um, uh, nominated for best picture. Two Towers was not nominated for best picture. I don't know what was that year either. I don't know what was that year. I can't re- I can't remember. I did know, but I don't know now. But um, so yeah, that's interesting. So anyway, why don't we? Why don't yeah? Like you were saying, we'll just. Go into go into it. First what film, Fellowship of the Ring. The first film, Fellowship which of is, the Ring. Go on, let's break mm. it down in terms of its own box office. So its own particular box office released on the nineteenth of December, two thousand and one. Not a summer film. Not a summer film. Winter fi- winter film. Interesting. Inter- it's Christmas. Effects, Christmas yeah, yeah, yeah. time. Really. Was this the first instance of modern non? Summer blockbusters. I think so. I think I can't really. Did this think was of the anything. one that booked the trend because now because guys like obviously in in the history of cinema the first te- technically um, recognized so when you talk about summer blockbusters Jaws was the first one. Yeah. And then everyone was like, then Star Wars come out in the summer. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was a but your big films come out now, in the summer, but now War, a Star Wars film now. When do they always come out? December. In December. Always a December. Because the summer because thing doesn't it, exist anymore. It's not a thing. It's not yeah. a thing anymore. Um, you know, like Marvel releasing three films in a year. Mm. You know, it's a, they call it a tentpole film now. Yeah. A big studio film instead of, I'm just making one mm. big film per year and that comes out in the height of fucking June. Yeah. Or May, no, just before. Exactly. Um, and so that's interesting. Mm. You're, you're absolutely a good point, that, Chris. I'd, um, I'd not really thought about it, but yeah, absolutely. Facts. Yeah, for probably one of the first I think it big was. film like this to be released in December. Probably not the only first one ever, mm. but the the first one I can think of like that I like In this. terms of booking the trend of it has to come out in the summer. So its actual financials, it was... It had a budget of £93 million. Um, it made domestically three hundred and sixteen million, just domestic that just just domestic and internationally, a further five hundred and eighty two point one million. So for wow. a, yeah, so for an overall guys, an I know overall we, box we're used office to of eight hundred and ninety eight point two million. Back then, that was fucking huge. That, that fucking huge, enormous amounts of money back then. Huge. People were looking at that. I bet Harvey Weinstein was the guy, literally wanted to kill himself and maybe should have. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? He was crying, hanging out the mm. back of some bird. Mm. Dirty bastard. <laughs> um, but yeah, wow. 
Wow, that amount of money. Mega, 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 mega fucking money. New Line w- must have just got flawed. Absolutely fucking flawed because they'll have never made anything that they made were, they that were kind a of small, money. They were a small production mm. house, mate. And again, again, that just that just adds to the. They dabbled with the in the just before this. They did dabble with Blade. They made Blade. The, the, oh the, right! The, oh, the, yeah. oh yeah! You course, know the Wesley yeah. Snipes yeah. series of Marvel mm. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they. I like first Blade. They went from in the eighties. From the the very first film was mm. pretty much a nightmare on Elm Street. Mm. And then they just got. They didn't get carried away. They just built and no. built it bit by bit by bit by bit. Yeah. And then this come along and they went. Fuck me, that was a good idea, wasn't Fuck it? Fuck me, that is absolute. That's mega money, is that? Fucking that that huge. will have changed the game for New Line. Yeah, New Line will all become of a sudden a, become big, a big studio. Yeah, all of a sudden would have been what middling size studio, if, and that yeah, and, if that's small and then little... all of a sudden, bang, you want a big players on yeah, the, yeah. on yeah. this. You're a Warner Brothers. You're, you're a fucking you're Warner Brothers pictures. Disney kind of yeah. bang huge studio. That so yeah. Um, so yeah, the Fellowship of the Ring. Yeah. So, rather than giving you like its individual synopsis, we'll just give you like our thoughts. Our, yeah. Our so takes. so the plot is the, the the it's it's the it's the first third of the story, and it takes us from meeting meeting each of our characters to when the Fellowship gets broken apart. Um, that's where it ends. End yeah. That's where it ends. Now. I've got a bit of a take on this film, which you know I do, don't you, Chris? And my take is that this film, The Fellowship of the Ring, out of all of them, is the best film. Film, right? The the most cohesive, well-told, well-edited and well-adapted out of, out of the three stories that they've got, this is this is by far the best and and I would say truest to its source material adaptation out of the three. And the reason that I say that it's the best film is very often I think if you were mental and you weren't really interested in watching the other two, you could watch this one and think, I've watched a good film, I'm not interested in carrying it on, but it's it has the structure. In, in, the structure of it has its own beginning, middle, and I agree, end. I agree. And um, I think that's and it wraps up that leg of the story. It, ra- it, it wraps the end, up the, the leg. It, there is even though it leaves it open, there is an ending to that that, mm. that leg of the story. And you know these characters die, characters like yeah. go off with each other, and then I think. Do you think your opinion of that is because everyone's together all the film? I think. I think so. I think. Um... I think because from then on, it's you. It, you're following stories and characters yeah. individually, um, which is a which is very much like like the actual uh, the, like the story itself. Um, from from the breaking of the fellowship, it does become a lot more episodic in its yes in its way. And the timeline gets a little bit. A whereas little when bit. they're all together, that they're all on the same timeline. And we we discussed the other night. Um, I think it's more clear the time scale that this takes place. You can see the well, transition. We did have, yeah, we did talk about the whole. You how... can see the transition from 
Mm. Summer in the Shire to um, autumn, we're getting near, we're getting into uh, Elrond's council. And I haven't council. thought about that until you said And that. then when they're crossing the mountains, it's clearly winter. winter. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? What and did we say the whole story? What What's the time scale? Well, was it 18 months, two years? I would, I would say years? the whole story probably takes about 18 months to two years. Yeah. Not in the story, but um, when Gandalf goes away in the, in the actual book, when Gandalf goes away... Um, he goes away for about 10, 15 years or something like that and comes back. Frodo's literally like a de over a decade older wow, when he comes okay. back and he's just had the ring just like in a drawer. So this is where I'm saying it's one of the best adaptations because it adapt Peter Jackson has fantastically realised what needs dropping out of this story... And what needs what needs keeping in? Well, what keeps the story moving forward? That's yeah. what you need. Yeah, and he's he's understood that perfectly. the The pacing of the Fellowship of the Ring, I think, again, why I say it's the best film. It might not be everyone's favorite, but the pacing of it is flawless. Yeah, it's it's moving forward constantly, constantly, constantly moving forward. Yeah, everything has um, a purpose in the story. Because I just want to briefly talk about there's a there's a very famous character in the law of Lord of yes. the Rings I know what you're gonna um, say. called Tom Bombadil yeah. and he appears in the first book and uh, clearly clearly Tolkien kept him in the in the story because he was so enamoured with the character and he is a fun character but is an absolute pace killer. In the in the actual story, the plot just stops, stops and, yeah, they, yeah. and they spend days just fannying about with Tom Bombadil, and he shows them some interesting things, and he knew. But that's padding. No, it is padding, and that's the sort of thing you can get away with in a story yeah. book. But Peter Jackson absolutely recognised that you don't need that. You do not need that. Keep the story moving forward with its main plot, and it is laser focused on the main plot. Is Fellowship of the Ring? Yeah, I agree. Much more so than the other ones. The other ones do. I'm not. I'm not having a go at them, but, but they have a slight more tendency to wander off the point slightly. Even more so as they go on. Even more so as they go on. So the Return I, of the King is the the worst wandered, culprit. For yeah. That. It, wanders off the plot we meander away yeah, from yeah, yeah. The, the main thing but it is laser focused on it and i do think you're right it's it's very much because of um how how that part of the story is structured it's the coming together of your fellowship and then setting you're on their on journey their, with them. you're on their journey with them so it's got the easiest through line of True. all of them yeah 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 um and so I do. Th I do think that that's a really fascinating part of it. That he knew. He knew what to drop. He knew what to keep in, and um, and he he he's he's done it. Each of the important moments with with such style and um, execution, such so well executed uh, that I mean, we go the, from the yeah. Shire yeah. to. Um, to basically the the incident at 
Brie where you have to you essentially have to rescue Frodo because he gets stabbed, stabbed. Uh, on Weathertop. And then you have to... that ch- The chase The chase scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you said that. That's you, You're a big fan of that. I'm big, fa- big fan of the chase scene. There's um, Arwen, uh, Elrond's daughter, comes... Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler. Um, she's really good in this in this one. I get, she's got a much smaller part in the others. But... Um, she rescues him, and I would say that that is the best horse chase I've ever seen on. And she casts a cinema, spell. And she does cast a spell with the wraiths, the and ring wraiths. And that is again, he knew exactly how to adapt this this story for a modern audience because it's not Liv Tyler's character in the yeah, book. Yeah, you said that. It's I didn't a, know that. It's a to- it's a it's a totally different character called Glorfindel, who's just a one and done character, and he comes and he saves Frodo. But they decide to give um, Arwen some some actual character development and an action scene of yeah, her yeah, own yeah, yeah. with that horse chase, and it and it links her, it introduces her as a a significant player yeah. in the story. Um, whereas she's not, she's she's yeah. basically damsel princess in the because you you know it's strong female yeah. characters and the whatnot and but i think she is exactly a strong female character done right she's that she's not an she's not absolute, a warrior she's, she's not, not a, a warrior and she's not a flat and she does have that moment where she's like i'm gonna have to fight them yeah, and yeah, draws yeah. a sword yeah, yeah. and great line if you want him come and claim him bang do you know what I mean bang and then she realized oh there's a river here Ah, I've got, I've got a water spell that I could use on her, like, and she, she can't, and it's it's her father Elrond in the book who casts that spell. I think in that scene, I think it is urgency. Yeah, and and um, just going going onto it, the in that scene and so many others, the score, amazing, the the music, Christine, the music, amazing. Um, Howard Shaw, this again, I do agree with you, Mark, and we've had this discussion, guys, not not long ago when we were discussing doing this show. Um, Howard Shaw's score is, it's, as soon as it come out, it felt like it's always been around. It's like yeah. a John Williams score, you know. Yeah, it it is. Or an Ennio Morricone, it's instantly recognisable. It is. And it and it embraced. Fits. It fits every scene that it's in. So to again get maybe dwell on it a little bit, but they get on during that and the chase themes, scene. Yes, that chase scene. It's the Nazgul's theme. The um, the Black Riders yeah. after him. Oh, yeah, 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 that, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And they're yeah. chasing after her, and she's like, you know, you've got to stay awake. Don't go. The music um, fits and the image perfect so well, and you. A sign of a fantastic score. Um, Masterful. During during the the battle in the mines, you know what I mean, where it's like, um, uh, you know, when they have a cave troll, like yeah, um, the famous line, oh, they have a cave troll, <laughs> um, that that it fits it so where there's thumping music on the way through, boom, 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 yeah, and then when very, you come very, to, I think what it, it the, there's a lot of texture to the score as well, mate, because if you if you listen. And the the this what he does is if he, he Howard Shaw takes a location and gives it its own. He gives theme. it its sound. That the the sound of the Shire, um, with like, the with the, with the whistle. Yeah. <laughs> um, that is so good 
because uh, I'm from I'm from a much more rural part uh, country yeah, yeah. than you are, city boy here. Hundred percent, right? I'm from a and I even I sometimes think of home where I'm from. Do you know what I mean? Uh, like in Yorkshire, I even I sometimes think of the moors. That, well, isn't that isn't and again, that's it's perfect. It fits the Shire. Yes, the Shire. It's it's an English county. Yeah, is, exactly. Yeah, 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 I mean? yeah, yeah. It, and it, it it evokes that mate. He knew what he was doing. And once it's, again, because a lot of them have almost like a Midlands accent, almost like a yeah, country bumpkin um, mixture. I have to say as well the the use of accents and language in the the acting choices made. Um, uh, Sam's Sam's accent, fantastic. He does a West Sean Asset. He does a West Country accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, yeah. Uh, he does. Uh, uh, don't you lose him, Sam Wise Gamgee? Yeah, yeah. And he go, oh no, 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 yeah, no, yeah, Mister yeah, Frodo. Yeah, yeah. And beautifully well done because he's he's a he's a working class farmer boy. Where do you think of? You think of places like Devon and Cornwall yeah, yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, does, yeah. Don't you lose him, Sam Wise yeah, Gamgee? Yeah. And to get um. Uh, because it's like in again, you know, we have to I kind of have to reference some like Game of Thrones where the North it's supposed to be in the north of England, yeah. like you bastard. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. It's like and to, and above. Um, uh, Mary, Mary, he's got a slightly more Northern English accent. Like, Dominic what's going Monaghan, on? Yeah, yeah, yeah Dominic yeah, yeah. Marham. Um, but because Bilbo, uh, not Bilbo, Frodo, he's quite he's quite posh for a hobbit. Yeah, he's he's well to do. He's a gentleman. Yes, yes. Because yes. in the book, Sam is expressly his servant. In this film, yeah, 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 and yeah, again, yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, know how to adapt this story for a modern audience because in the book, Sam is expressly. His servant, he is his manservant. But he kind and, of, uh, and he hints at that. He's always calling him Mister Frodo. Yeah. He he never calls him. He never calls him just Frodo. Yeah. He he's Mister Frodo all the way through. But that's all the point. All the way through the story, Frodo sends Sam off to do this. Oh, Sam, go and collect some water because he's he's his servant. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Elijah Wood's character is a little bit posh. Is Elijah Wood's character. I think and accents, I like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Plays a big it's, part. it's beautifully done. Um, but talking about accents, um, yeah. I just want to move on to actually describing the characters, especially of the Fellowship. Yeah. So like you say, the, the Frodo is very well-to-do. He is quite well-to-do. But do, he's yeah. also, you know, because of Bilbo, is. Yeah. his relative who's been on these adventures, he's mm. always had that since he's growing up, and he's like... The, yeah. Is there everything is fine where it is, but how interesting would it be to have an adventure? Yeah, and you can tell that he wants it, to, but I do think as well it's fantastic that he has a bit more reluctance than Bilbo. He's, he's yes, he's he's a normal person. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Frodo. Um, um, so um, Aragorn, he's the stoic, mm. yeah, measured, strong, yeah headstrong character who knows like oh, we've, th this is the path I'm on and he's very loyal to the cause yeah uh, Sean Bean who plays Boromir he's he in, we learn more about his character yeah. in flashbacks where he's maybe not as noble yeah and he's more self-serving a little bit on the journey a because he's bit. trying you know it. but Bor Boromir's arc in this because this is the only one where he's <sighs> Alive spoilers. Yeah, he, he gets, gets killed just he gets like killed yeah, at, the, at end. the end. Um, Typical it's a Sean great, Bean. It's a great 
redemption arc. Yeah. Because Boromir Bit is... Bit of a silly scene, if I'm honest. A touch silly. That's in my... I, I do have a list of my favourite scene and least favourite scene in each film. It's melodramatic. It is melodramatic. Yes. But... As well, I would say to that, it is a high fantasy. If you can't inject a little bit of melodrama into a high fantasy. True. Do you know what I mean? Sean Astin plays Sam now. I've said to you, I think he's the heart of the film, Sam. He's the... And... I I don't know whether I said to you, but I definitely said to someone. Loyal to a man because of his party. There's a lot of love and... Do you know what I mean? We'll come come back to love. Themes, love is one there. These characters love each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They are friends... But they love each other, and yeah. there's, there's a that's real all you've bond. got. That's, you've got to rely on each other in that situation, haven't yeah. you? You know, um, and I've got. I was going to say about Sean Astin, Sam Samwise Gamgee, um, because Ian, Ian McKellen was um, uh, nominated for the Oscar for Best Supporting Actor Ooh. in um, for Fellowship, but I would have been quite happy to see um, uh, Sean, Sean Astin. Astin. On that, he's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. is absolutely fantastic. Talking about Ian McKellen, Gandalf, he just he's got like I said earlier, he's got smashes out, got it, home, smashes it, it, smashes it, and I think and Gandalf is obviously the what does he represent in the trilogy of films in terms of character? Well, he represents the the old wise, um, but he also, looks in for guidance. Yeah, yeah, he is the guy. He's he's the Obi Wan Kenobi of the film. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of the film. Yeah, um, he's their only hope. He is their only hope, um, and uh, Ian McKellen plays it with such um, this this depth. There's yeah, 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 real yeah. depth again to because it. he's treaded the boards and he's he's a stage actor. But he's 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 noble, but he's also. A t- what I love about Gandalf is a touch irritable. Very. You get very irritable. One of my favourite scenes is when Pippin knocks the thing down in the minds of the Mar. Oh, yeah, and he Mar- looks at him. And his, fa- his famous thing where he goes to it and he says, Fool of a Turk. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? And he spits it out yeah. with genuine venom. Like, um, prick. And, uh, um,. Do you know what I mean? And he bullies Sam. He bullies Sam all the way through. Gets him carrying these pots. Yeah. Keep up, Samwise. <laughs> Come on. Um, do you know what I mean? He's so good in it. He's, he's both light-hearted, deep, heavy, yeah. um, uh, uh, strong, but at times questions himself as well. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, a yeah, totally yeah, force yeah. from Ian McKellen. It's absolutely... Hats off, fa- sir. Do you know what I mean? He is the servant of the secret fire in this. And then we've got Gimler, played by John Rhys-Davis. Um, he also does the voice of Treebeard, one of the Ents. Um, and Gimli's your... The snappy line character, the funny he lines. Is, he is. But I would say that this is his... He's best in this... Compared to the other two, he gets more action as he, he goes on. Um, he gets to fight more as. But he becomes a little bit more comedic, whereas he's actually got important things to say in this. He film. He, he, he likes to have his opinion heard, mm. and he, he will have his opinion. And he will have his opinion heard. Uh, Orlando Bloom, Legolas, and what did you say? Legolas represents the. Yep. Yeah, well, he's the Elvish. He's the. Um... The exposition. Yeah, oh yeah, he's Mr. Exposition, into 
Crows from Dunland. Yeah. And they're like, right, good. Do you know what I mean? Oh, that's what that is. That's who that is. He is Aragorn, son of Arathorn. You owe him your allegiance. Thanks, Mr. Exposition (laughs) Man. Thanks for explaining that. that. And then you've again you've got Billy Boyd as Pippin. Um What about second breakfast? What second breakfast? Second breakfast. What about Elevenses? Again, great. He's he is in the first film a comic relief out the, character out of his depths as well as a character. Do you know what yeah, I mean? He's, he's like what yeah. he doesn't realise well, the enormity. He's, he's the he's the one who says, "Oh yeah, it's my cousin, it's Frodo, Frodo Baggins." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah over yeah, yeah. there, he's no idea what he's doing. And Merry is the, again. He's the they're the double act. But Merry, Merry, and it is expressed in the thing. Merry's the clever one. Pippin's the stupid one. Do you know what I mean? And to get uh, merry all the way through. Smoking weed? So to go, smoking weed. Smoking smoke weed. weed. Smoke weed he every smoke, day. He smoke lads. weed in it, literally. Um, well, and he, he even it's says that he's messing with your mind. Yeah, and he says it. Saruman. Yeah. Oh, that's another thing. He's Christopher Lee. Christopher oh, I'm Lee. That. Okay. But yeah, that line where your love of the halfling's leaf has clearly dulled your mind. Smoking weed? Yeah, smoke weed every day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ian Holmes, Bilbo Baggins. He's played Bilbo Baggins before. Was it? Yeah, on the Lord of the Rings radio adaptation, mm. he was he was Bilbo Baggins, and he's that, the he's the, the in the late seventies, early eighties, yeah. in the BBC BBC radio production of it. He was um, I fa- I only found that out today, and I was like, oh, go on. Mm. Yeah, Ian didn't Hull. know that. Liv Tyler Arwen, good character. She's again the really the, good she's character. The, we've said we've and the and the built her, and the built her up. Properly, Hugo Weaving is a dad Elrond. See, Mr. Anderson, Mr. Anderson. Me- I, what I, he's the member of the cast that I'm most surprised by. Not that he's not a good actor, everyone yeah, knows yeah, yeah, Hugo yeah. Weaving's a good actor. What I think, but everyone was his matrix, isn't he? Is is yeah, he's the only Agent one where Smith in the when matrix. you look at the cast, you think he don't fit, yeah. And then you watch him and he pl- he plays it, it so well. He does it so well. Does it? But he's the one where I was like, oh, yeah, that's a swerve. And his, his type of character in the film is very much... His authority figure. Authoritative, yeah. yeah. And he's a bit expositioner. Yeah, yeah. The ring cannot be destroyed by any craft we have here, Gimli, son of Glory. And it must be oh, taken... Oh, and he twats it with his yeah, armor. Yeah, he must be taken back Obst- deep into Mordor and cast back into the fiery chasm from whence it came. Kate Blanchett as Galadriel. She gives it yes. gravitas, her performance. She does give it gravitas. She opens she opens it. Yeah, her yeah, opens narration the at the film. beginning. Go, great great narration. That as well is how you how you do a prologue. Yeah. How that that bang, bang, is bang. how yeah, you it gives do you it. everything you need yeah. to know. Brilliant fantastic narration by um Kate Big Blanchett. war at the and, beginning, huge yeah, war. The last alliance of men and elves. And, oh. and get, what I think's fantastic about her voice swells, it starts. The world has changed, and but by the time yeah. you get into the battle, the darkness. It, you say, yeah, when you get to the ending, then Isildur, son of the king, took up his father's sword. Do you know what I mean? And Great. it's it's so fantastic. Yeah, the, the, she gives a lot her uh, performance gravitas and importance, and, and you feel if you think about it for this first film, she's not in it for very long. No, she's not. But. You feel like she's a member of the main yeah, cast. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, is yeah, the yeah, level yeah. of gravitas yeah. that she gives to the part. I agree. Even even so so good when um, uh, 
when they meet, they go to Lothlorien and do it, um, and she gives it. I've got to go see her for advice. Yes, and she gives it an air of darkness, like yeah. I see you, Frodo yeah. of the because, Shire. Because the like, thing what we haven't mentioned is the rings. Uh, it's an evil thing. The ring, yeah, the, it corrupts. The, power corrupts. Yeah, the ring itself is is truly evil, and I just wanted to quickly uh, go on about um, the ring, because. Um, what is often called by people is a MacGuffin. Now, a, a MacGuffin in a film, a, a film term is basically a thing that people, that you need to start the plot off, but itself doesn't particularly matter. It's just the catalyst for the plot. Do you know what I mean? Go get, go get I know the what you mean. Yeah, go get the magic thingy bobs and the magic thingy bobs will sort everything out. But the story's not actually about the magic thingy bobs. It's the journey to get to it. Yes. Whereas the ring in this is central to the plot all the way through. All the way through. Because what what is the point of it? If get, Frodo tries to give it to Gandalf, yeah, he'd yeah, be, yeah. here, take it. I don't yeah. want it. I don't want it. Yeah. And he was like, no, you can't tempt me with that. Because what would happen to him if he took up, if he took over it? He could take over the world. Yeah, and yeah. So Gladriel expressly says the yeah, same yeah, thing. It, yeah. Instead of a dark lord, you'll have a queen. Yeah, yeah. Like, and no, Frodo's got to take it because the worst that'll happen to him is he'll end up like Gollum. Yeah. So it's 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 the central point of the of the thing. It's evil and it has a character of its own. Yes. It's wanting to yes. put, it wants to get back yeah. to its lord, yeah, to yeah, the dark yeah, lord, yeah, 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 yeah. and it will give him power. Yeah. One ring to rule. And the all. only way that he can see her is if you put the ring if on. If you put the ring on, because you enter into that. Yeah. Also, the, another the, dimension the, yeah. almost. Um, and the ring gives him the power to be invisible but it also makes him visible to the dark lord and his servants as well, well talking about the effects of the ring andy circus has gollum oh yeah well he don't he don't really appear so much in the first one but, no but, but moving on yeah but he does and he's the one that gra he's he gets captured done by mm. the orcs and tortured and he's like um hobbit he said shire. Like shire hobbits um yeah shire baggins yeah that's it that's it yeah that's it but great performance. Great performance. Fantastic. They, again, changed it. Overseas. Yes. <laughs> and uh, mate, the thing is about the thing is about Gollum. That in the wrong hands, an inch to either way, and would have had another Jar Jar. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Instantly he, annoying. He, he's a, he's just as much of a character than mm -hmm. a, one of the human characters in the film. Yeah. He Andy Serkis and that performance that comes mm -hmm. through that CG character. Yeah. Very very good. Mm -hmm. Very good. And again, like you say, you know, he's it, it, only hinted at. You don't even. You yeah. See you him, barely see. You, you see, see his eyes. You see his eyes in the light in the cave. Mm -hmm. Because they, as 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 um. Galadriel is explaining the story. She said it, it corrupted a man once. Yeah, you know, and and this is what happened to this. If mm. if you're because he was a hobbit, wasn't it? The yeah, flashback he was you do see him hobbit, as a yeah. hobbit. Mm. Um, and then I'm, I'm just this is the last cast member I'm going to talk about in terms of um, what character they 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 bring and how their character fits into the story is Christopher Lee as Saruman. Yeah, mate, as 
he he's another absolutely fantastic addition to the cast. And I think he plays it well because you think he's a friend, but he's not from the. If you, mm. the it's only after you finish the story, you go. He was fucking corrupt from before we met before him in the we film. Met him, uh, the darkness like, had already. Obviously, con- the darkness had taken him yeah. when it when we meet him and it's he becomes, al- it's almost immediate. He, he becomes another Gandalf. weapon of the Dark Lord. Yeah, um, an ally. And don't say why. It, it doesn't. It does. It, it don't say why. It does. It it does in the story, but there's the. I don't. I don't think particularly it's terribly important. I think realistically, they're just sort of saying. I think you have to have a foil for Gandalf. Th- you have to have a foil for so Gandalf because he's so powerful, um, and you have to see. Well, he's because when them wizards die, they change colour, don't yeah. they? So he becomes Gandalf when Gandalf dies. Spoiler yeah. alert! In you know halfway mm. through this, yeah, the the fellowship. He becomes Gandalf the White. So mm. Christopher Lee's character, Simon, he's already a white version of himself. Yeah. Um, so therefore more powerful. Yeah. And he does. He, he kicks Gandalf. Yeah, he does. Smashes him about. Smashes him about. Oh, that as well. Um, okay, are you listening, people who make Harry Potter films? That's how you do a wizard's fucking duel with magic powers. That. I like it. I really like it. A lot of spinning around. There is a lot of spinning around, but like they're all guys. Those are right. I get that, but but I, I put it as not one of the best parts for me. No, I really like. I really like that duel between them. Really like it's really well acted between both of them. So talking about what's our favourite scene and what scenes we didn't like, I think Gandalf takes on the Balrog in Casadoom. It's got, it's got to be, it's got to be one of great the, sequence. It's one of the most uh, iconic scenes, right from when the Balrog first appears. Yeah. And you hear it, yeah, that rumble, and Sean Bean says, "What new devilry is this?" And Gandalf says, "This is beyond any of you." Run! Yeah, he's just a run, and they have to leg it. And that shot where you see him from far away, and you just see the the the, the, the pillars, just the pillars, Mm. and they're just running and running. It's so good, and that fight's great. And when the bow the Balrog appears, and Gandalf's like, "I've got to stop! I've got Uh, to stop him! Yeah, yeah, yeah! I've got to stop!" Um, And possibly one of the most iconic scenes in all of cinema with. You shall not pass. Yeah. Well, that's it. Become you know I mean? part of pop culture, mate. That, it it, you know. it literally did. Like people yeah. say, you shall not yeah. pass. And like, but he obviously is. He recognises yeah, yeah, that yeah. as well. Yeah, probably his most famous line out of mm. anyone that would know anything. Yeah. Of his. Yeah, but literally, yeah, that scene. Um, Great. What, I think so... it's one of my fa- one of my favourites. I think it's tied with the uh, with the. Um, the, the, the horse, chase, the, horse the chase. chase. I, I absolutely yeah, love that, that chase. Um, Boromir's last stand. I get, I get what you mean when you say it's a little bit. It's the touch on the hammy side. Yeah, but um, I, I enjoy it because it's, it's a piece of melodrama in a very melodramatic. Yeah. Okay. Genre. Yeah. But I can, I can see that a, t- a touch, boop on the nose about it. Um, about a thousand arrows, and he's still yeah. slow mowing. Yeah. Um, but again, I understand that that was his choice because you you know the character. It's almost a redemption thing, like you say. I get that. Yeah. But I think I think could have done it slightly better. Um, I think the uh, one of the one of my least is for me is when Galadriel is um, 
uh, talking to Frodo on on the with the in the mirror. Oh, the pool, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And the CG looks ropey. Now, when she turns into like a, a it's like a blue and woman, a bluey green. It, it yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think that's in any way Kate Blanchett's fault. No, or, no, no, or, no, no, no. It's just the the, the time. Yeah, uh, the choice of is. representing her showing. And the she gets, side she of goes it. very deep yeah, and it's yeah, quite yeah, hard yeah. to understand yeah, what okay, she's yeah. saying. I, I can um, see that. Got, I know what she says because I know the scripts, but like. Do you know what I mean? I get that, yeah, I'll give you but that. But it's a bit... Yeah, all right. Say again, Kate. Yeah. You, you gabbled it a bit, <laughs> but... um, Yeah, yeah, I think that's the only scene, but, like, great, great scenes throughout, iconic. And I would say in this one, it's got the most quotable lines from it. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, you yeah, sh- yeah. You shall not pass it, um, uh, uh, shadow and flame... And uh, uh, like, um, do you know what I mean? Is it secret? Is it safe? Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Stuff like that. Um, do you know what I mean? Get all of that. Most second of, breakfast. Yes, yeah, second <laughs> breakfast. Yeah, 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 it, it, yeah, yeah. it does have the way. Are you frightened, Mister <laughs> Baggins? Not nearly frightened enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what I mean? Most quotable thing. And mostly off Gandalf as well. Have you noticed that like, the first one? Most of the the best lines. Best of Gandalf. fool of a two. Yeah, there you go. So, so, but that um, is not the end of the story. No, that there is, is just second, merely the beginning. Merely the beginning. Uh, there is a second film. So the second film came Two out. Towers. Came out almost exactly a year later. Uh, Three hundred sixty-four days later. Nice. Came out on the eighteenth of December two thousand and two. Did the two ta- Lord of the Rings? The two towers. The, ta- the, the two, two towers. towers. Um, it had a budget of pretty much the same, ninety four million, ever so slightly more, touch touch more. Um, it made domestically three hundred and forty million, and made internationally five hundred and ninety six million, making a total box office of nine hundred and thirty six million. Mega money. It's mega money. Mega. Again. mega I mean, money. we don't need to retread it, but no. again, new line just there. Gobsmacked. Smack the gob. Again. 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 Like, another one. Again. Another one. Again. But they were more expecting it this time because obviously. Well, what, you've got your audience now. You've got your audience, and mate, I remember going to fucking see this film, and everyone was there. I went to go see it. What two or three? I went to see it near Christmas. All oh, right, like, okay. Two or, th- two or three weeks after, and the cinema was still hammered. hammered. Yeah, hammered. hammered. Yeah, yeah. I went, mate. Yeah, I seen them all at the cinema. Do you know, yeah, I, yeah. Saw, I saw them all at the cinema, yeah. but the, like Fellowship, would just it. It just felt like a normal thing at the pictures. Two Towers, totally different. Everyone's thing. on it. Everyone's on it. Man, dog, woman, <laughs> human, hobbit, like. Do you know what I mean? They're LBTGQ. All over yeah, we were all Everyone. there. We were all there. And so I think that's it. That's very interesting about it. Well, again, you like, the, from the numbers of the first one, you're like, well, we're just... Gonna, we're just going to make... We're going to make this same yeah, money, yeah, yeah, aren't yeah, we, yeah. really? Yeah. Because I would say about this film, I've, I've other things to say about it in terms of the strength of the film... I mean, well, but it, it, in it, terms it, of quality, it's same again. We're we're talking the same yeah, level yeah, of yeah, quality. Yeah, 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 And I and this is probably out of the three of them. I've probably watched this. I think, and I have said that this, this is my favorite one out of the three. 
I think it's a lot of people's favourite out of the three. Which, by the way, is quite interesting because in terms of awards and nominations, yeah. it is the least yeah. nominated and the least but winning of all. But I can again, see why. I can see why. I think it, it, they were saving the wins for the end of the... the one I'm not talking... The I, mean, it, it's, I mean, we've said this before. You know, it's the, the purpose of that one is to continue the journey of the first one but then you're also you're on the, the path to the end yeah so I um, get I get I, I, it is a, it, I'm not saying it's an empire level of middle film no do you know what I mean I I think in terms of a, a, a trilogy I do actually think in terms of the structure of the film this actually might be the weakest I, one. I, I agree, I agree, because all this film serves its purpose is the Battle of Elm's Deep. That's all it's leading to. It's the heart of the film. And I think the Battle of Elm's Deep represents the, the force you're dealing with. It introduces the full force of evil you're dealing with, doesn't it? Yeah. It's and the it, scope it of it, the scale of it. Magnificently. Um... The, ba- the Battle of Helm's Deep, It's like I a think... full month to film that. No, I know. It night was shoots, a... constant night. Constant night shoots. Four months. No um, wonder the budget was slightly more. Slightly more, you know what I mean? Need to get this shot, need to do it that way. Oh, yeah. fuck, camera's gone down and... Yeah. Four months. That's a very... Some films for, don't even take that long sequence. to make. Yeah, for, for one, one sequence. sequence. And it is a very long sequence. Very long. Um. So, all right, I'll, ju- I'll just uh, talk about what... I think about the structure of it. Now, it's not the film's fault, but in terms of the story, it's like you were saying, it is just the it middle. Is. I of know, the I get story. that. I, I do see so that. So it it doesn't it doesn't have any lead right from the first scene. We're bang. We're already in it. Strider and uh, Legolas and Gimli are yeah, yeah, running. Yeah, Where yeah. are they going? They're taking the hobbits to Isengard. <laughs> and they're, they're literally. Um, we're taking the Hobbit to Isengard. 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 <laughs> um, yeah, a deep cut from the old internet. There. Oh, yeah, that's um, it. The, the, the early YouTube days. Early YouTube days. The, taking the Hobbits to Isengard. <laughs> um, but, so, I think I think it does suffer from that a touch, which is why, although I think it's a lot of people's favourite because of its set-piece sequence. I agree, and I think, I think for me, it offers... What I get out of it that the fellowship doesn't give me is it then it's it's more scope in terms of locations and yeah again I, I just like it more than the, no the... I, I I can t- I can definitely understand that why people would like it more like I was like I've said to you before I I don't but. I can I can definitely see it. the scope of it is larger. The um the the action scenes in it are bigger. Yes. Bigger, bigger, and in a totally another world kind of bigger from the the first film. Which all of the battle scenes really, if you think about it, in the first film are quite. They are. They are. They are. They're, 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 they're in a much smaller scale. They're and, in Moria essentially. And not and quite. Short in sequence. Quite short. Whereas this, that you do really realise that that this is is a battle for their lives. Yes. In this film, because they're constantly thrown overwhelming odds at them in pretty much every sequence of the of the film. Um. Also, as well, not the 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 the. 
the ending of Fellowship is the last time they're all together until the very, very end, end of Return the of the King. Very, very, very end. Um, and this is where the two the the film splits off into two interconnected but deeply separate storylines. Yes. Um, you've got uh, Frodo and Sam, and you've got he said well three really yeah, because yeah, you've yeah. got what Merry and Pippin are doing yeah, as yeah, well, yeah. and you've also got what. Um, uh, Gandalf, Gimli, uh, Aragorn, and um, because they Legolas are trying to, to, they're they're trying to raise the alarm now. Yeah, they're they're. Very we, need, much, we need, we need, we need the alliance, alliance. Yeah, we need the alliance of of men to come together, and essentially that's that's how we begin the film. We're going to Rohan. Yeah, that's the the first kingdom that we're going to go to, and. Rohan is going to have to fight Isengard, which is Saruman's yes. faction. Um, which, if you look at the map, which of the Orakai and the Orcs, the Orakai and the Orcs are. Um, are Don't you think it is a weird one, mate? Mm. Right, it never explains how they create their monsters. They just put... well, it it, it does. They it, just come out the ground. What? How do you make them? Well, it got magic in it, but um, like. Orcs, orcs were made uh, essentially where they they bred corrupted men and elves together, but then they make the orakai by um, uh, breeding them with something. Else. I, can't <laughs> with remember, what? I can't remember. I can't remember. But again, I don't. You just I come don't... out of these Matrix-style cocoon mm. things out the ground. Who do you serve? <laughs> oh, the white hand. The white hand. The white hand. The white hand. Saruman, yeah, yeah, yeah. Saruman's, he brands um, every single yeah, one. Yeah. Um, I do think as well. Isn't this where that shot of him, um, Christopher Lee's fucking character, Saruman, with worm tongue on the tower, and we even worm tongue gives an expression of going, fucking hell, the scale. Um, no. I you think... know when he shot when you actually yeah. see the army outside his tower. Yeah, because that that's the two towers. Speech. It's Saruman and, and Sauron's towers. Yeah, and it's the, the two, two towers. Ta- towers uh, the Tower of Orthanc, which is Isengard, and the and the um, Tower, which is Saruman's eye. Yeah, the yeah, dark. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, they are the two towers that yeah, we're yeah. dealing with. Um, yeah, that is a, that is a little a little bit later when Wormtongue's obviously yeah. been cast out of Rohan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Because he's cast a spell, he's cast a spell, hasn't he, on fucking mm. um, Bernadil Theoden. Yeah, on Theoden. He's like aged him, he's just a mumbling mess, he's like blind. Yeah, and Gandalf has to come and break yeah, him yeah, out yeah, of yeah, his, yeah. Get, get, um, Theoden, get, break Theoden out of his um, yeah, trance. fucking forces, forces it, yeah. it. It's almost like an exorcism almost. Yeah. It, it is, that is precisely what it is. Yeah. And again, get done really well in the... Um, yeah. It's done a bit more widely in the in the book, right? Like just sort of casts out the dark shadows or whatever it is. But it is very much like, like an incantation. But yeah, this is a but like, this is bang. He, pu- he pushes yeah, Saruman yeah. out of him, yeah, yeah, out yeah. of him. Um, yeah. Um, I think I think with with this one as well, it had a fine line to tread because we've got to maintain the story of all our previous characters, but we've got a clutch of brand new characters. Yes, yes. So you're saying the Rohan... Uh, with the, the Rohan faction. Eowyn, so you know, Eowyn, and obviously it goes to... So um, we've got Aodin, Theoden, and uh, Aomer 
to introduce, and yeah. obviously Greener Worm, worm Tongue yeah, as worm well. Tongue, yeah. Um, all to all to introduce. Um, with I think with this varying levels of successes. Uh, now, uh, Bernard, what's his face? Who plays um, Bernard Hill? Bernard Hill. Um, when he Bayern comes, at, when he's broken out of the thing, right, right. That's it, third film. I know, <laughs> but but still, um, that's his moment in this in this film. It's trilogy. It is absolutely ride, ride to ruin. Brilliant. Um, yeah, great speech. Um, once he's broken out of it, he he plays this fantastically. He is the king with all of his burdens on him, but he's a leader. He is a true. He is a true Agreed. true leader of Agreed. men, and he. he Plays that absolutely good actor, super Bernadette, mate. Good Boys actor. from the black stuff. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Got a lot of time for him. Got a lot, a lot of time for him. And and she's and and again, it introduces Miranda Otto's character, yeah. Aaron, and she plays an important part again in Retur- Return. Characters thing, introduce yeah. this. They give him the payoff. Every yeah. character gets the fucking mm. payoff, though, isn't it? Obviously, you're wrapping up the story. Um, but I really like her in this as well. She's um. Even in that, this is the one though where she gets the most lines. But 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 she's. Why can't I have a goal? Yeah, but that's her arc, isn't it? Yeah, like that. That is her arc. Yeah, and when you do give her a goal, she ends up killing a wraith. Yeah, yeah, the main one. The main, the main one, one, yeah. The Witch King. Yeah. Um. But it is a, it is a little bit like sort of I'll dress up I'll dress up as a man and we'll go and we'll fight Milan. Do you know what I mean? It's it it does have shades of Mulan. About it's not it, not there, it? man. It's not not there. It's not not there, um, Mulan. Again, she's a, again in the book because Tolkien don't really write many women. They're the only two women in the entire fucking of Middle Earth, like apart from Galadriel. Yeah. Apart from yeah, apart from Galadriel, um, she's a, she's a bit she's a bit more wefty in the book. They they do hammer up at a look. A little bit, she, although she still does have a moment. In yeah, the right, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But uh, they introduce her, but I think that the weakest one that they introduce is um, Aylmer, the, the Carl lad Urban. on the... Yeah. yeah. Um, Isn't it a brother? It's a... Cousin. Uh, no, it's her, it's her brother, it... The, they're the niece and nephew of the of the king because yeah. the king's the son end. dies yeah, off screen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, you yeah. see his body oh, in the extended cut. Oh, yeah, yeah, cut, I forgot about but, that, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, he drops his sword. He drops it, he drops his sword out of it. It's still in the theatrical cut of the thing. He gets on his horse and his sword Move follows. Yeah, Move and he's a movie mistake. Yeah, and uh, it, famously, that he gets on his horse He's talking to Aragon, and his sword falls oh, out dear. of his hilt. Literally, just goes plop, and everyone's there like, move on, move on, move on, <laughs> move on, move on, booming, um, yeah, <laughs> booming. Um, but yeah, I've got. I just think in the theatrical cut of the film, and even in the extended cut, it doesn't get a lot of character development, and I think. It's it's a bit of a problem with this particular he's one. He's the actor as well. He's, he's, he he's the boys. He's in the boys. And he was just dread, mate. He's just dread. I, I got I, some out of that, I, mate. Rate him. Yeah, Do you I know do. Carl Urban, decent. And he's good, he's good in this. I'm not 
shade in his acting. I think not a big part for him to play. Though. This is this isn't a big part. It, when you're talking about the Rohirrim, so the the Rohan faction, the Riders, yeah, it's it's Theoden. Theoden is the yeah. is the one you to um, the leader. Yeah, um, and the only one that I I feel was visually quite weak, although he plays it well, is they've almost tongue. segregated themselves off from where because physically well, yeah. they live on a on a hill basically, yeah. don't they? And they've got the and they're very bitter against a bend against Gondor and yeah. against it against the against everybody really yeah. because they get, Rohan's one of those countries essentially that's just in the middle of everything. They're getting attacked all the time. The orcs are there. Gondor's yeah, doing yeah, the square yeah, root yeah, of yeah. fuck all yeah, to help yeah, them out yeah. all the time. Where was Gondor when the Westfold fell? Do you know what I mean? That's the, the line in the thing. Like um, that's a bitter line. Bitter. Bitter. Where were they? Yeah. Where were they? Yeah. Oh, we'll go out there. Yeah, 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 we'll yeah, yeah Right, yeah, yeah. all right. So I've got to fight this war, defend all my people here in Helm's Deep, and now march and sort them yeah. out because yeah. they can't fucking sort it. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I do. I do think that's it. It's good, but he does occasionally hammer the point. Ah, uh, he's Theoden, your favourite character in this film. Theoden's my favourite character. Okay, in interesting. This film. I can see why you made a very yeah. compelling argument. Yeah, um, I I think Theoden is the best part of this of this film. Um. Maybe not best part of this film, but I think I think it's a, a brilliant performance from Bill. I agree. Bernardo I agree. And, Bernardo, yeah. and he's he's a great character. Yeah. In it, um, I just said I just think with with the two towers, despite all of its glory glory of it, do you think it's more? Not necessarily a more spectacle film. It's yeah, I think, I and think that, and that, I think maybe you see that as its downfall a li- a little bit for the simple fact of which I, I yeah. all right okay I can see it. Um, I just say I just think we we hammer the Helm's Deep part of it, and I think to the express detriment of Frodo and Sam's story. But then they get they 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 get more in the third film. But what but I think what they compensated that with is the introduction of Gollum. Yes, the okay. third wheel, yes. the dynamic in that. Yeah. Then. Um, and like we said just earlier, Gollum, that character, an inch either way. Yeah, I agree. If he'd have played it a little bit. Uh, more comedic, most annoying character in the Under, film. Wouldn't have if it if they'd have played him a bit darker, no, a needless needless addition into the film. He's he's the shades, razor, yeah, the shades. He's the the yeah. razor line. Yeah. They dance the line with that, and they never once. And step I think off of that, it. and again, I think you see flashes of the pure darkness that has overtaken him. But then, when you don't see that, you see the pure the humanity there. Mate, they've got one of my favorite scenes in this film. Is the the talk between the two sides of Gollum when he's talking oh, to each other? Oh, brilliant! Yeah, brilliant! Brilliant! Yeah. yeah, when he's uh, when he's like, and he's like, no, no, them. no, you yeah, can't yeah, kill yeah. Master. yeah. Like he's nice to us. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? 
um, the good side and the bad side brilliantly well done. Of uh, this good person scene, who is yeah, yeah, good show. He's, he's totally split between good these show. two, and I'm not saying that that Helm's Deep isn't worth it because it's a fantastic sequence. Yes, brilliant. And uh, one of the best battles, one of filmed. the best battles ever filmed. Yeah, yeah although yeah. one extraordinarily goofy scene. The guy with the torch who basically kamikazes himself into the... And he just the, runs into the... Yeah. With, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The way they actually blow a hole in the wall. Daft seen it. Um, what does yeah, he say that... about when he's when he worm tongues over his his shoulder? Uh, what, does he, what does he say? Fire remember. undo stone. stone. Yeah, fire undo stone. Because um, he moves back his torch when yeah, he's yeah. peeking over him. He's like, moves his thing, doesn't he? Yeah. What is this? Hmm. Um... Yeah, daft scene. When he runs to blow up the wall, I always just want to play the fucking Chariots of Fire music. Oh, Vangelis. Yeah, do, 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 do. <laughs> um, but I'd also say Wormtongue's character, a little bit... Oh, he's obviously a bad guy. I don't know how anyone in the room doesn't see that. He's about. He looks like a bad <laughs> yeah, guy. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like... You'd immediately walk into the room like, who's the snaky guy? Sneaky guy. Who's the sneaky, yeah. snaky fucking... He's even, he's, he's hunched a, and he's, he's over and he's... And I get it, but boop on the nose. <laughs> yeah, well... Boop. Yeah. Like, thanks, Paige. I'll tell you what did annoy me in this, the whole... Um, the ent moots, the ent the, the trees, and they're all like, it takes a very long time. time. Yeah. All um, right. I mean, but it, it, you're dying. I have to. I have to say, some of the, some of the goofier parts of this film are actually taken directly from the source material. Okay. I, 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 I do think that needs to be pointed out sometimes. Sometimes when people talk about the goofier parts of this film, they make out as if, like, oh, that's as Peter Jackson, we're adding some sort of... The, the, go the goofier parts of the film... Really? I, I would say are directly taken from... Because basically, The Lord of the Rings, though it's more adult from The Hobbit, it's a kid's book. <laughs> At the end of it, yeah, all right, you know oh, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so, easy to forget. It's not it's, a serious it's, piece. Yeah, of it's easy to forget that set. this is, this is a world with fucking fairies and wizards in it and shit. Like, do you know what I mean? Come on, like so. You walk in trees. It it does. I just feel like this film isn't paced as well as the first film, and it does. No, I agree. It it just isn't. Although. The the sum of its parts to me don't add up to the same great cohesive whole, but those parts are in many ways better. Again, yeah, 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 I do, I do see your point. I really, really do. So, mm. my favorite line out of this one is, "Would you like me to find you a box?" Like yeah, yeah, so and Gimli Legolas, on the foot, and he can't he see. He can't see. He's like, like "How many is there? What's going on?" And he's like, oh, "Would you like me to find you a box?" Great development of those two characters of developing a friendship because in the first one they don't like each other yes. because it's it's about race the elves and the yeah, dwarves yeah 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 well that's it yeah other. it's the race thing um and it, it's it's learning to be friends with people even though you're quite different from them again not forgetting this is this is essentially a young person's fairy yeah, tale about accepting people for being accepting. different I and mean, how can you help each other in yeah 
when and you really dying, need help. We, you really need each other. What do you do? You build a friendship. And I think this is the film where you see Legolas and Gimli's friendship. Let's make the and the Andy going, 13, 14. 14. They both count to, and they try to one-up each other. So um, there's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a buddiness there. Yeah, we're building a real friendship. This is also the one where Legolas. Aragorn... Siding that down, bit dodgy, mate. Right? Let's let's put it right. There. In the first film, he's just a really really good archer. Yeah. In the third film, we're sliding down fucking get um stairs on shields, shooting everyone else. We're and going. he does it on the fucking. He, he slides. He actually, the money shot where he slides towards the camera down that big mammoth thing. Oh, in third film, in the area of the Certain yeah. King, yeah, yeah. But slides down. That's what I mean when I, I'm going. But come I think on he's the. I think he's the weakest character. It, I wouldn't. I would say he's. A, I wouldn't say he's the weakest character. Um, do you know? We'll get, get controversially. I think the weakest character is uh, uh, Jonathan Rhys Davis as Gimli, because the redu- It's not his fault, but they reduce him in many ways. Although he has good action moments, they reduce him to comic relief uh... a little bit. Like, even when they're running at the beginning, the others are like, keep up, Gimli, and he's falling down because he's... And he's only like, small. Because he's only little. And you get, uh, Although I absolutely love the line, it, it, it's, a, it's a daft line when he was like, oh, dwarves, we can keep up. Very dangerous over short distances. Oh, yeah, 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 Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's a great line. and but There's dwarf women. There's dwarf women, and, 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 and it makes people think that there actually are no dwarf <laughs> yeah, yeah, women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they do reduce him a touch to comic relief. I, I see that, yeah, I, I see that. They bring him back a little bit in the third one, but it's like I was saying, out of all of his appearances in all three films, he is strongest in the third one. Yeah, in yeah, the first yeah, I agree, one, yeah, I was just thinking that one. then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas... <sighs> I think to a certain extent, they give Legolas a little bit more to do in this one, whereas he was exposition man in the, in yeah, the yeah, first yeah. one. Yeah, I'd get. I'm not saying they were both stronger or weaker than each other. They've simply swapped roles in terms of quality of both of them. If you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that. I think Reese Davis was stronger in the first Fellowship. one, and then Legolas, and, then it, and Legolas slightly stronger for me. Maybe in this that's one. purposeful in the writing. I think quite possibly, quite possibly. But I do think as a character, Legolas might be the weakest because I get the impression that Tolkien wasn't much asked about the character either. He does nothing throughout. Well, he does all of the same things that he he's does. Just there, though, but he's just there. He's and just he there. And he just he just goes. That's happening. That he is yeah, all yeah, the way know, through the all the way through the book. He is just exposition. So I've swayed man. you a little bit. You have swayed me a little <laughs> to bit to go. Oh, actually, yeah, all right. Um, but the, again, you know, the, this is. I think the two towers. I I've watched it more than the other two, and it's I, my favorite out of the trilogy. I think in many ways it, it's the as long as you've got the 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 grounding of the first one, I would say is the most eminently watchable as long as you've already watched all three of them, if you know what I mean. Because you know what's happening. You ain't got... But it's like, the, I think this is because I've seen the first one as the origin. I'm right, I know the origin. I want to yeah. get to the action and I want to write the stories. It, it's, yeah, yeah. Do you know I what I mean? There's, there's big things happening here and mm. we're taking leaps towards the end. Yeah. Because, again, it is a bridge between... 
Yeah. What happened to them when it all went to shit and what happens to them when they've all got to come together to, mm. you know, in their own storylines? Yeah. You know, we, we're pushing it towards the end. Mm. I, I, and I don't want to give it a negative impression. This is still one of my favourite films of all time, is Two Towers. Two Towers, it's, right. it's an absolute fucking fantastic film. Facts. Um, I just... Like like with Helm's Deep, it's just they say that it is hopeless. We get it. Oh, you've said this. We that, get yeah, it. Get, yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah, get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Is it hopeless? You've said. Yeah. You've get on with it. Yeah. Get on with it, yeah. and they just fucking don't. For it's it's not the battle itself because the battle itself is fantastic, but we spend a good twenty minutes, fucking half an hour, like get. Building, building, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get on with it now, and uh, I'm, I'm afraid that does bug me. That kid when they say that it is hopeless, right? God, you've been saying for (laughs) twenty fucking minutes. Let them attack now. Thank you. I can see them coming when they're there. They're there. They're there. (laughs) We're fannying about outside. (laughs) Fuck's sake. So yeah, but. Everyone's st- everyone's still there. Everyone's still absolutely fucking playing top of their game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Ian McKellen again, great in it. Again, star player for me. Fucking Bernadette was. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that. Yeah, I can appreciate that. Um, and and Andy Serkis as Gollum. Yeah, I it's, think I think he needs a special mention. I th- I absolutely think that that. That scene where you see the two sides of Gollum, it's it's a fantastic yeah. scene. It's, I I would say that's my favorite scene. My least favorite scene is they say that it is hopeless. I can't stand Constantly. that kid. I can't stand that kid. I kick him off the walls, bang. Get to fuck. Yeah, get to fuck. We'll see how hopeless it is on the way down. Like, <laughs> so, so Return of the King. Yes, so we'll get on with it. The last Return part of, of the trilogy. Return of the King. It cost, can you guess, 94 million. Oh, right, million. so for the same as yeah, two. Exactly the same as Two Towers and only just a smidgen more than Fellowship. Yeah. They literally split the budget. Three and three, three and three. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it made fucking drum roll for this. Here we go. It made overall... One point four six billion. That's billion with a B. Fuck me. Fuck me. That and like I said earlier, on the second film, ever to break the billion mark at yeah, that yeah, point. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Wow, it made domestically three hundred and seventy-eight million. So pretty similar to the others, but it's internationally where this film fucking ran away with it. Seven hundred and sixty-eight wow. million. Wow, and this is two thousand and three. Yeah, this is two thousand and three money. Two thousand and three. This is viewing habits in two thousand and three. Because nowadays that's what a modest success <laughs> like. <laughs> you know what I mean? Shitting themselves if they don't get a billion. Yeah, and especially know, Marvel. Especially Marvel or anything like that. Ha. But. Seven hundred and sixty-eight million internationally for a total wow. of one one and a bit billion. Wow. I, I bet I'm literally sh- Bob Shea shit himself. He, he? he literally <laughs> shat himself with joy. Yeah. Like, I'm a billion. <laughs> like, yeah. our company's a billion yeah. billion dollar company. Yeah, We've yeah, made yeah. the second 
billion dollar high highest film. grossing film of all time. Yeah, point. the second highest grossing film. Obviously been overtaken since. And but... don't you think it's interesting? It's the last 20 years consist of the top five or six. I don't know yeah. off the top of my head. I don't, I don't know. But I know obviously the there's Avatar, Endgame and... Yeah. But, wow. I know, I know I'm dwelling on that, but those numbers Ridiculous. just speak pure volumes yeah, of yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. And I think that those numbers are reflective of the culmination of... Agree. A, a step, a success, a success. Yeah. Like, great film, and then built upon by another great film, despite what it may have sounded like when I were talking about No, it. no, no, not at all. And then this third film is the culmination of everything. Weakest film. You would say this is the weakest film. Yeah. I can, I can definitely... Now, from what I've described... um. I think it won't surprise you to learn that I think I think Two Towers is probably the weaker film. But I can definitely this has some of the goofiest things that happen ever <laughs> in the history of film. I mean all seventeen endings for all a kickoff. The, that gets on my nerves. I know. I, I actually I'm done gets I, I get to a certain point and, now, and I'm like, like oh I'm done now, done I'll switch now. off, I can switch done off now. now. They should get you know how I get, we were talking You've about You've got the this. Mount Doom sequence, Mark. You've got no, the, fucking... the Mount Doom sequence is absolutely necessary. That's literally the yeah, end of the Yeah, but that's the end. Thing. And then they, they go back and he's recovering yeah, and they meet again. And, that's the, and then they, they go to heaven. They go into heaven. Yeah, they go to the And then he gets crowned as king together. and I'm like, oh, come on. Right, to my mind, there is one scene which is a fantastic scene. Go on. At the end. Um, so Jumping straight to the end. No, no, go on. But... When they're all, they've got back to the Shire and they're all sat in the pub at the, at the end and they're all just looking at each other like... We've said this, yeah, I get what I've you're been, saying, yeah, I've yeah, been, yeah. I've been out the cave now. Yeah, yeah. I can't go back. The experiences, it's like PTSD. Yeah. And and, and I think one... Tolkien wrote because of the war. Yeah. He wanted to say what, what when you've gone on, when you're in, involved mm. in war, it changes you as a person. Yeah. The things um, you see and experience and the survival and the panic and the stress mate, and the not a, knowing Mark. After the after Mount Doom, there's a whole other chapter of the fucking book. They go back they go back to the Shire and it's all gone to shit. Yeah. And right, all, yeah, all, yeah. all four of them have to sort it out. Like Saruman's still there, he dies in he dies in this film, but he doesn't Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he doesn't yeah. in the story. Yeah. He actually he goes to the Shire. Actually and you only over. see his death in the extended version. Christopher Lee was fuming about that. You don't he see him die. He was absolutely fuming and I can absolutely see why. Didn't don't see him die, Mark? No. Um they should have get they should have kept uh Christopher Lee's uh Saruman's death. In, in this, yeah, because you, you did show that, that he's, he's and Christopher Lee fell out with Peter Jackson for a, for a while. He, he gets he'd only see his body on the wheel in the extended version. They had to convince him to go back to do the Hobbit because he was he was fuming with Christopher Lee, and it he don't strike me as the sort of man that held grudges Christopher Lee, but he was he was he was not happy. Fuming. He was fuming. Fuming. Rightly so, because yeah. you should show that character you should show his, uh, be defeated. And this is why I can see what you're saying, weakest one, especially the theatrical cut, because because they they cut a lot for yeah. the. It was already, it's already a long cut. film, and what they cut were basically the wrapping up of the arcs of um, 
uh, Saruman. Yeah. Um, I can't even remember. I've, I've read somewhere, but I don't know if it's true, that Eowyn killing the Witch King is extended cut. No, it's in the theatrical. It is in the yeah, theatrical is, yeah, cut. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Because it pays off the uh, can't be killed by any man. Yeah. Um, and I'm not a man, I'm a woman, bang. Yeah. Stab you in the face, um, cunt. Uh, what else do I think is quite weak? Um, the, the green ghosts. They don't look great. Do <laughs> no, I know, I know. I'm glad you agree. Yeah. The, green the, ghosts. Yeah. The de- the They're a bit them. like a fart. Going across the fields. Yeah, it's a good... <laughs> the scale of Minas Tirith, though, is cool as fuck. The what? The scale of it. Oh, yeah. Minas that, Tirith, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that you should see the, the, the set they built for that. Yeah, yeah, huge. Yeah. Fucking Enormous. Because the camera gets right in. Yeah. And again, it shows Peter Jackson's intelligence and, in, and inventive nature using the camera mm-hmm. in this film. I think... Um, I think... Aragon's Blackgate speech. Great. Fantastic. Great. Again, Absolutely. Again, uh, giving that character the... It's payoff all the way through Two yeah. Towers. Is You can see the internal torment of him in Two Towers. what we so haven't mentioned is Aragorn. Becoming... He's very... People, he's known as this guy that's meant to be the king. Yeah, yeah. You know, and he's very reluctant. He's like, no, I'm just a drifter and I, I don't yeah. want any... I don't want that. I've got my lifestyle and I don't yeah. want it. Hmm. And you're the, the son in of the, in the first In the first film, he expressly rejects the call to it. In the second film, he's learning to come to terms with it. Yes. And in the third film is where he steps up. Yeah. And he becomes the mm. king. And he takes up Isildar's sword. They remake and he it, show, he, They remake it. Like Elrond remakes it for him. And he shows Saruman. They use that uh, Palantir, the, the oh, crystal the, the, ball. The, yeah, the fucking bowling ball. Yeah. And, and he shows it to him, he literally shows it. And it shits Sauron uh, up, it, it's like, fuck. And it, it's so well done in terms of, uh, like, the plot thread of keep Sauron's eye on us. Well, again, to keep, uh, yes. to keep Frodo and Sam Because by this point, they're in, they're in... Um, they're deep in the weeds. They're deep in now. the weeds. They're, um, they're on enemy, enemy lines, mate. They're behind enemy lines. Yeah, they've literally... They've they've crossed into Mordor. They have to go through Shinnok's cave. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and... When they're going through Shelop's cave. Uh... So, yeah, like so, you say, the Shelob's cave is a good sequence. Yeah, it's a very good se- sequence. Yeah. And um, the, whole of, the whole of that, even when... Because um, uh, at the end of it, basically Sam has to really, really step up. Well, he actually says to him, I can't carry it for you, but, you, but I, I can, can you. Carry- yeah. I can carry you. One thing um, about that whole sequence, though, sorry, um, is how easily Frodo is swayed by Gollum when Sam's been his friend. Do you know what I mean? He says he doesn't listen to him. He's... It's because of the ring, though, isn't it? Yeah, but <clears throat> he loses pretty easily. Yeah. Um, that's the thing, though, because it, it, it it's, it's the corrupting power of the ring because, like, at the end when... He get, they're gonna throw it into Mount Doom. He don't want to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets it's, there. He's like, no. It's because yeah, um, and that's because how easily swayed you are. The ring wants him to listen to Gollum, and he wants to get rid of Sam because Sam's pure. 
Do you know what well, I mean? Well, yeah, yeah, Sam, yeah. Again. Sammy's purely pure of heart, isn't it? But, um, uh, whereas, it's not saying that Frodo's not, it's more that it's been working on him for such a long time. Well, again, you, the, the time scale of what yeah. work takes place. So, um, I get, I get it, but this is what I mean about the return of the king. Um, I think in terms of some of its set pieces, it has some of the highest highs, but a, a touch of the lowest of the lowest. About well. three of the films. Yeah, yeah. All... Because that whole the the whole battle and the whole siege and the defense of Minas Tirith, mm. it's great. It's and you've fantastic. got stages of the battle as I, well. I would say the siege of Minas Tirith is better than Hel- Helm's Deep. Yeah, okay. Per- personally, scales, the, 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 the scale, off the scale. scale off the scale, and I also the, I feel like the the uh, the hopelessness of it is done, a little better, than at Helm's Deep. Yeah, it's more of a last stand than it, a, genuinely. And a this, battle. This film, particularly the the Gandalf Aragorn side side of it, is more the war film than any other. It's structured like a war film. Yes. If you know what I mean. Yes. Uh, like, like genuinely, like sort of, uh, like like your last stand, like a Dunkirk, like a like um, like yeah, like a like yeah. Um, but I agree. No, it is. It is. It is. Uh, Similar to the the last and uh, of uh, Saving Private Ryan, like literally, we're got, we're talking overwhelming yeah, 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 yeah. odds, and do is like and Gandalf says, "Is there any hope? Only a fool's hope." Yeah, it's it's slightly more. He said it's a Marin. He said to Pippin. Pippin, that's yeah, it. um, and so I just think that's slightly more well done. Um, I have to say the stupidest scene. Plus the, the for me on. is when Denethor kills himself. Runs off the thing. Runs, runs off, off the thing. Runs. He must have run for miles. Yeah, the, I know. A person on fire, right, has <laughs> jumped <laughs> off of the pyre. Yeah. Ran down the hall. He could have run any. He ran in a straight line. Got, right. He, he must have run three quarters <laughs> of a mile because how long is that <laughs> thing know. to run right off the edge? Stupid scene. Yeah. Absolutely stupid scene. Silly. Although I think the guy that plays Denethor, he he does. Up until that scene, play it well, plays it mental. Denethor. Or John Noble. John Noble. He plays it mental. He was in Fringe. He was in Fringe. He's good, he's good in Fringe. Um, he he plays it mental, and that's exactly what you want Denethor to be. He plays it, free, free yeah, for yeah, your yeah. life. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, Gandalf yeah. twice <laughs> in the back. Do you know what I mean? Um Oh, and that's although I hate that scene with this to, with that tomato when he's eating that. It oh, and it's like out. yeah, 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 and it's just like dripping. Oh, oh, <laughs> I hate it! I hate, I hate it. Um, but I got, But again, like Theoden has his ride, ride to yeah, ruin. Yeah, brilliant, and, brilliant, and, brilliant, brilliant, fantastic, yeah. and obviously he dies. Yeah, there. Yeah, as well. Like brilliant, brilliant final scene from him. Brilliant speech from. Um, uh, Aragorn from uh, Black Gate and at the Black Gate, superb, so absolutely superb. Um, but the whole, but the whole, and again the whole, the sequence of the destruction of the ring, then what comes after that, you know, and obviously mm-hmm. the, the whole trying to, they, they actually breach the walls and they're in the city. You fucked yeah, yeah. going from tier to tier to tier. And they yeah, come they're in, they literally come in, come in. constantly coming, and Ian McKellen does I wonder, an absolute I don't know stellar long, but... job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, um, all the way through, rallying men, um, 
the fighting yeah. constantly. It, it, it is so good. It's full on from that moment where it, it kicks off. And that's probably what about yeah. a good 45 minutes of the film. Yeah. Um, in, yeah. In quite a long runtime as well. I know, yeah. Um, it is the long, it is the, the theatrical is the longest in, one of the three. Yeah. And even um, more so, because it's like, what, four and a half hours long in the extended version? It doesn't... I don't think... I don't think Return of the King drags at any moment. It just... It has... Whereas I think Two Towers had pacing issues. I don't think this has pacing issues. I just think we could have done... I mean, it sort of is a pacing thing, but more of a sort of editing thing we could have done with chop chop chopping a few little bits um out of i it. don't know i think there becomes a point in again i've said this when we started talking about the, this film um it seems to have a a lot of this it, it, it's ending and then it's not it, it's, it's ending yeah it's ending and I, and I get that because you have so many characters and you have to you yeah, have yeah. to you have to put a full stop to all of the but, characters' but stories. But that's the thing in the theatrical cut they don't, which is why I think we could have done with keeping some scenes in, and maybe taking a little bit out of other things. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Because with like Saruman's story, we don't wrap that. Well, that yeah, we properly. That, yeah. There are there are other characters as yeah. well. Aimer, they don't wrap him up. Yeah, he, no. he gets he only gets his end in the um theatrical cut. Um, they don't end Faramir very well. Obviously, he's about a three hundred. Oh, he's uh, Sean Bean's brother. Yeah, yeah. Don't end him no. very well in the theatrical. No, they cut. do. Yeah, in the extended, they do. They yeah. do. They do again. They do in the him and Eowyn get together in the yeah, possibly yeah. the most forced moment. That's again stupid. There's no reason for them to to get together. But that's in the book that she just gets with him. Oh, and right, you're like, yeah. right. Okay, that oh, comes yeah. out of nowhere. But um, and so. I just think there are goofier moments in this film. And that whole, when the reunion, and it's all slow mowing. Goofy. Yeah. Goofy. Really goofy. Should have cut cut that. Should genuinely have cut that. that. You could have had one moment where they'd literally, uh, like, they all run in and hug him or something, and it would have been fine. Oh, just a a brief scene of them all together around his bed. And he's yeah. just looking, going, we, we, we made it, we guys. Made it. That's it. It would have been You don't fine. need to, I'll jump on your bed. Do you, do you, do you know, he it? jumps on it. Oh, oh no, Mark, oh, I know, I, I know, I know. I absolutely fucking hate this, where they all walk in one by one. Like, yes. It's the credits to a yeah. play. Like, it's at the end of a play. They all walk in. You expect them all to be, like, at hold hands then and fucking bow. Take a bow. Know, take a bow. <laughs> like, and then we'll have second breakfast. Um, I'd go, yeah, don't like that. So get yeah. rid Get rid. Don't yeah. need to be. That's that annoys me. Does not need to be. And it's in like a, a very um, wistful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. focus. Strangely lit. It's like the end of a nineties TV show. Weird. Weird. Get rid. I don't like um, that scene. Uh, I do think you need to have Aragorn being crowned. Of course, you do need because it's have Return that. of the King. But. Um, and I wouldn't like to, that to come at the expense of the good scene where we said where they're all like, oh, fuck. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Um, but I think realistically that should have been the end. Return at King is back. Is back. It's King. Exactly. King. Exactly. 
the clues in the title. Take this, lad. Um, so you do get, right. you do have to have that scene, but yeah, it just it's indulgent, it's indulgent, like yeah, and I think there is there's more indulgence in this last one, uh, yeah, than the other two. Be, you can very much tell, but on the whole, excellent film. It's still an excellent film. Um, so shall we shall we give some thoughts and feelings to both legacy and just the yeah well i mean obviously you know it had a you know, we've mentioned at the top of the show the impact it had on filmmaking going forward the the impact it had on popular culture the the spectacle that hadn't been seen before yeah. in terms of that and modern filmmaking yeah um again it started a trend of multiple films and being a book adaptations and because everything after that was like what's next what can we do yeah. next you know it's grab what's cash the, grab what's the what's the next big thing cash grab and then which led on to eventually um 10 years later yeah the hobbit trilogy yeah which again was supposed to be two films and then that and was, it should have been two films it should have been, been two films stretch yeah Right, the Hobbit. They actually met the last one, the Battle of the Five Armies. They made a film of just a fight. It's one battle. It's just a fight. It's so boring. I hate the Battle of the Five Armies. Just a fight. I do. I do quite like Desolation of Smaug. Most I think of that's the, the best bits. film. It's the best one out of them. And I don't mind an unexpected journey, but it's it's sort of like a weak ass. Even more fellowship. whimsical than. Yeah, but that I've got, I do like that in a certain extent because the hobbits are children. It, it's even more, yeah, 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 yeah. But younger children. Bit, but they, they, they then get the balance right. I think with more with um, desolation of Smaug. But then five armies. There's absolutely no reason for this to exist. Even more battle in the extended version. Oh, I've. I wouldn't watch extended version. I never go and I've revisit. I've got them in 3D. I've got them in 3D. I never revisit Cooling the 3D. Hobbit. I never revisit the Hobbit. I, 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 again, the Desolation of Smaug is the one I've watched way it's more. As well, because that that dragon then played superbly by Benedict Cumberbatch is absolutely. Uh, I, that speech. Yeah. Well, thief, where but are No, when he's swooping over oh, yeah, Lake I Town. Yeah. Like oh, it's great. great. It is it is fantastic because he was competing with Andy Serkis. Oh yeah, and to get they absolutely he absolutely does. He does. He does. Actually, he does. He does. He but does. I'm sorry, one really great dragon does not make a great fantasy film. Agree. Do you know what I mean? Two's enough. Like and because, Barry Freeman is really good. Well, it? what He's happened well, is they actually filmed. But... They actually filmed it as two, and then it made the unexpected journey. Fucking big it. Yeah. And they went do, do more, add more, add more. more. Is more is how much Edition. do you want? How much do you want? Yeah. Because again, the lead up to that, um, Del Toro was supposed to direct it. Oh, and I've seen some of the artwork. Very different. Very different. Very different. And I think they should have. Personally, I. It think was in me when I'm sick of waiting now. Taking the piss. Yeah, you're taking the piss. And also, um, a rights issue again, Mark. Peter Jackson, what absolutely, and you can tell him when you watch the the making yeah, of the making stuff, of. which are by the way the making of these trilogies are tippy toppy like yeah oh yeah do watch topper. do watch they get hours and hours worth of uh, things. This is how we made these, these films. films. Brilliant but making of. You can tell Peter Jackson is tapped out. Phoning he's it in. in. He is exhausted and he's phoning it in. He has had. Enough. That's what the word I was thinking about. 
at the yeah. top of the show to say. In terms of these were a... It's almost like he's just fulfilling a contract or he's doing yeah. it. But competently. Competently. You know. But... It, they shouldn't. They don't have the same. Willem Del Toro should have made those films. He should have. He should. He should have. And it thing. would have been. It would have been a different it's thing, own thing. And, and its own thing and a new take on it. Whereas everyone wanted Lord of the Rings too, and it shouldn't. And this is one reason why he Hobbit didn't want to do it. Want... He didn't. Mate, Peter Jackson was like, "I'm not doing it. I'm not." No, he, were, he worked. He was supposed to be the producer. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But he said, "I'm not directing it." And then he ended up having to because Del Toro, in the end, rightly went. You're fanning me about yeah, 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 yeah. Got, Come on, I'm going home. Yeah, see ya. Yeah, they had every, they had the sets built, costumes that, every... and it, it looks it, it looks totally different. I'm very intrigued by it. That is it. That is the film that when you went from fantasy have... to fairy tale. Yeah, but I think that could have because the Hobbit is a lot more of a fairy tale yes. than Lord of the Rings. It would have been a nice swerve, somewhat away from Peter Jackson's take on it. It's own thing. And very much it's own thing. It's shame. The thing is he has to be a slave to what come at before. Shame. And this to a certain extent is the negative impact of Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings was such a we've we know we've spoke about it all of this show. They're great films. Yeah. But the they've led led to, in my opinion, a very a very Six of one and half a dozen of the other legacy. In terms of, they they made great films. I get what you films, mean. I get what you but mean. But they've 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 changed the game for franchising. They've changed the game for how films are made and produced, positively and negatively. Agree. They 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 as well ended up pushing up the budgets of everything. Well, 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 hitting on budget, right? So. So the budget for the original trilogy combined to create the trilogy was two hundred and eighty one million. The combined budget and again this is the point I make this yeah. is this is proofing the point. Yeah. The budget for these trilogy, Unexpected Journey, Desolation of Smaug and the Battle of the Five Armies, was between seven hundred and seven hundred and forty five million. It's it's the scale because they thought that. Do you know gonna... how much it made as a trilogy? What two point nine three eight million. Yeah. Billion. Billion. I've got. I understand they were commercially successful films. But Return of the King made half that. Yeah, yeah. On yeah, its own. On its own. The the thing is, Lord of the Lord of the Rings. But uh, um, well, that goes it, to it show spawned... the film that how much it takes now. It spawned a rat race, I have to say. It spawned an absolute rat race. Like of um Which eventually led to Game of Thrones. I be- truly believe Thrones. that. I truly believe yeah, that. That's the that's the positive side yeah. of it, but I feel like the negative side of it is what happened. The Hobbit trilogy. Because it's it's just I I'm not saying you won't get any enjoyment out of them, but it's a it's a, a very varied mixed bag of some shit. Some some bits of gold in clumps of shit. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, ooh. and yeah, it it did spring, uh, uh, Game of Thrones, which is a positive, but it also sprung endless trilogies of stuff you don't need. You don't need them these films, and also 
uh, codified how an adaptation of a, a series of books has to be done. But we one say this film... all the time, Matt. We say this all the time. You always get one good one, then imitators, and it's diminishing returns then. It is diminishing Constant. returns. Constant. Quickly. Yeah, yeah. Quickly. Mm. You know, the quality of films drops dramatically quickly when you're trying to emulate something new, something different, something Cause... unexpectedly successful. Yeah. Because... Um, it's a business. Noticeably, like, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Like... They did make just one film, but then these were happening, and they're like, "Oh, we'll film them all together." And the rest of the films were all filmed together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, to diminish it, to diminish in returns. Um, this whole idea of making one film per book, uh, it essentially, and they, again, they tried to do Lion Witch, and the Road of them failed and failed. I actually don't think the first Chronicles of Narnia is by fa- is a bad film. I don't think it's dreadful at all. I'd, different I'd, audience. It's a different. It's a that is a it's a children's audience. Yeah. It's like the Witch of the Wardrobe, but I'd say I still don't think they're a bad. It's a bad film, at all. Um, but it is. It's Lord of the Rings clone, is what it is. Which go. is a shame because Chronicles of Narnia isn't a. It's not a Lord of the Rings clone. Do you know what I mean? It's different, different thing. It's a different thing. Different thing. Um, so, yeah. So, he's got a mixed bag of a legacy. But I, I but just want have... to say it's, it's legacy in terms of the enjoyment of cinema and the... Uh, the spectacle. The spectacle and of, of a brilliant story, well told. Well told. Throughout. Deserved these Oscars. Deserved. Let's put it out there, you know. They deserve all the so, Oscars. I th- I think that these these will always have a special place in my heart. It's got to be stuff. one of the best trilogies ever made. I it's in the top so. five. Got to be, man. It's got to be. Like it's it's there with original Indiana Jones, like Star, and Wars. Star Wars, and the Lord Diard. of the and Diard. Because there's only three of them as well. Yeah, hundred percent. So I th- I think these are. They're beautiful films in this, in a way. Back and, to the Future. Yeah. Um, they're films that I I think to a certain extent needed the world needed them at that time. They needed the escapism for one thing. Let I mean, think about it just in terms of what was going on in the world. I think I think part of its success, like the first film came out... What, there was a lot of mo- te- technology paranoia at the time. Again, the Matrix yeah. and the Millennium Bug and all that shit at that time. And think about it. The Fellowship of the Ring come, come out, what, just over three months after 9-11. I think people wanted the escapism of getting a, getting away to a place where where... Heroes were truly heroes, yes. and friends were really friends, and a good conquers evil at the end. Like you say, and to get like uh, Return of the King came out. You needed a, few a lot of after, uh, Return of the King came out a few months after we'd invaded Iraq. Like, do you know what I mean? People, a war, need, film. A war film. People, people needed and wanted and had the escapism that they needed. And I don't think that's not got its merit. It's exactly the... 
And like I say, it's a stars-aligned film. There was the public appetite, a director with a vision, a group of a committed group of actors, a a production company that wanted it to be a success, and all of a sudden, all the stars aligned to I make agree. an, yeah, absolute, right, yeah. an right. absolute belter of a of a film series because everyone was there for it, everyone wanted it, and people needed it at the time. And I think that's important to say. I agree. I agree. You know, and I, and I think it it's it's become a a generation's trilogy. Yeah, you know, it's 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 our generation's Star Wars. I and it's not. And it's not. I mean? It's not a lot of people just walking for three films. No, <laughs> it's no. Not. Which it got criticism, hasn't it, over the years for that? Yeah, but but even that, it's. You you comparing everything to that now with a certain generation? Yeah. You, what stands up to the quality of that? No. So then, what does that say? And I do, I I can't think of anything since that we've stu- that has stood up to the quality of Lord of the Rings in terms of this kind of. Film in terms of the the the, the, the keeping the bar high for each film. Yeah. Because even the Harry Potter's make varying very very colour. Wildly, best ones, Prisoner of Azkaban. Hundred um, percent. Gary Oldman's great in it. Yeah, Gary Oldman's fantastic in it. Um, and Michael Gambon's great. Oh, well, yeah, like, say no more. But, um, Singing Detective. But, yeah, wildly. Uh, the Hunger Games, like, uh, <laughs> I know oh, you don't like it. Maze Runner. But, oh. like, they're just <clears throat> churning out another... A book, Twilight. One film, what, that, that don't, like... <laughs> and I'm they are the wildly different in quality each each of the films, um, and so yeah, it's it it's it is the Lord of the Rings is lightning in a bottle. Yeah, I agree. we we will not see that see its like again, um, for for a long time. Maybe yeah, maybe maybe it's the last one because last the, one we I I kind of think yeah, I'm, I'm going along the lines of you on that one yeah. Yeah, because I, I can't think of anything where the stars aligned in that way of just every everyone at just the right time in their life. Again, it is a it is a gen- yeah. we're at that stage now where it's a generations trilogy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like cause they, yeah. they compare everything they see. Is it like the Lord of the Is it as good as that? Yeah, and I don't think anything will be. But to a certain extent, that's okay because we've got three. Absolute fucking stellar We've films. We've got, We've got them. them, and we'll always have them. Especially in the fantasy genre, it's yeah. tippy topper. Yeah. In terms of filmic vision of a fantasy story. Yeah. Um. So shall shall we give them a rating? An over an overall rating. I mean, I think you've got to put it at a nine for me. I think you've got to put you've them got at to a nine. A nine. It's got. It's got to be. I don't know. Anything. Anything less. Silly. What do you mean? It's silly nonsense. Silly. Silly. So you can't. It, it it sets a bar high, and mm. it holds that bar at a certain consistently height, high throughout the next two films. Um, yeah, and again, proof is in the pudding in terms of legacy and mm. impacts it's had. So that's it, guys. So yeah, that's the hope, Lord of the Rings enjoyed. trilogy special. We hope you enjoyed yourselves. Yeah, you've been, we've been with you a little bit longer than we normally are. But, but deservedly I feel like, so. I, th- I feel like these we've done three films and they need they have to, to be done justice. Yeah, don't they? Yeah, absolutely. And I think they that... are generational. Then there you go. You know. So guys, yeah, thanks for joining us. We hope you enjoyed the show. 
you know, get us on the socials, get in contact, leave a like, a subscribe, and share for all the platforms you listen to us on. Yeah. Uh, the address is thevaultofcult.gmail.com, and you can get us on Instagram at thevaultofcult. So yeah. it's a goodbye from me. And me. See you later.